You're now tuned into the Apartment 5B podcast, where we chop it up about hip-hop, R&B, sports, love and life. Hosted by Kill. 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 What's good, what's good, what's good? You are tuning in to Apartment 5B. I'm your host, Kill. I got my squad in effect with me today, as always, starting off with Sis. What's going on, Porsche? Not a whole lot, Kill. How's everybody? Uh, everything is good. Everything is good. I got my man, Yao G's. What's going on, good brother? What, man? How you doing? Long time, bro. Long time. How you doing? Hey, everything is great. Rel out of Illadelph. What's up, good brother? What's good, man? Happy to be here, as always. Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I was just at the crib, went to Delosandro's, went to Pagano's to give him one more shot. Man, Pagano's came through in the clutch. Then I went to this spot, John's Rose Pork, down in South Philly. You know about yeah. that spot? I, I heard about it, and I've never been, but I keep people keep telling me it's good. Bro, you gotta go. You I'm gotta go. Four and a half mics, man. That's knocking Whoa, somebody out of okay. my top five. It okay. was that good. Okay. The only knock on them is they don't got wins, so that was my only knock on them. But other than that, that thing was lovely. Burn out of ATL. What's going on, brother? What up? What up? Uh, I, don't, I don't have a hockey team, so my wife is from Detroit, so I'm repping the Red Wings tonight. So there, what's going there on? There you go, good brother. There you go. <laughs> I got my brother, Gnu from 92, from the iCast podcast. What's going on, good brother? Peace, peace. I'm in the building. Good to be here with everybody. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Y'all know me. Let's jump right into it. We are chopping it up about Nas's new project, Magic. It came out of nowhere. Uh... <laughs> Two, two, almost to the day. Last Thursday is when they said, yo, it was dropping at midnight. It dropped. We've lived with it for a week. Yo, I'm going I'm to I'm start off with the big joker. You know what I mean? How many mics are we giving match? Porsche, how many mics after one week? You can adjust as time goes on. But after living with it for a week, how many mics are you giving this joint? I'm giving it a four mics. Um, I think it's a very solid project. Um, yeah, I mean sequencing like everything that i want out of an album production sequencing bars quotables um all of that is is just there um and there's no misses um really the only reason i i'm not rating it any higher is because it's still only a week old like i need to i mean i had glory like tracy lee's glory album was at a four mics forever um and i i still have to live with that before i can change the mic rating so magic is a four mic um album and i but I think it's such a solid project, so. All right, no doubt. Uh, me too, I'm coming in with four mics. It may be able to get four and a half. Like music, I always say music speaks to us all different. Music speaks to me. I can't give it five mics because I really honestly can't see me pulling this out like once, like years later being like missing it. Like, you know, there's sometimes when the album is just like calling me, I'll wake up and be like, yo, play Jungle Brothers straight out the jungle or play you know, it was written or something like that. I can't see this doing it for me, so I don't think I could give it five. It may tap out at four and a half, but after a week, I'm giving it four. Yeah, what about you? 
What, what do I'm you, a, what do you give Imagine? I'm gonna give it somewhere between four and four and a half. I haven't listened to anything else, honestly. Like the, la- the last week, every time I leave the house, I'm like, you know what? Let me check it out again. Let me check it out again. And Nas is one of them artists who always. I probably have a list of like 20 artists who are always gonna get my like my immediate attention. Like at midnight or whatever the next morning is, the album comes out. I'm gonna listen to it immediately. And from the time I listened to it, I was just like, the first thing, first thing about it for me, I think it's the best produced out of the three projects from him and Hitboy. I think the beats on here. And I think that might be just a testament to their growth. I think Hit Boy is learning what Nas sounds really good on, mm-hmm. and I think that is, I think this album was, uh, was evident. The evidence is right there for this album. I'm gonna give it four and a half mics. I love everything about it: the beats, the bars. I love the ASAP Rocky feature. I know a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people aren't a fan of ASAP Rocky. I am personally. I, I, I like his music a lot, but he bodied his, his feature, and that's another thing. Like for the for, for, for what it's worth, over the like. All the young cats that Nas has worked with over the last three projects have all come in and bodied their features for the most part. You know what I mean? That's another thing. Another testament to Nas because he hasn't, he's not been a guy who's, who's like to work with any artist. You know what I mean? It's mostly just like people in his own camp, you know, maybe the famous, maybe the, maybe the, uh, the, um, the lit, whoever the lit hook maker is at the time or Mary J or, or Alicia Keys, one of those people. But I'm really impressed with the way he put this album together quickly and also just the surprise of it all. Nobody was expecting this. This came out of nowhere, so I have to give it somewhere between four and a half, four and a half. In another week, it, it may it may get to that five range. I'm not sure if it get there, but I like where it's at right now. All right, no doubt. Ganu, what you got on this joint? So far, I would give it a four. Um, you know, like everybody's been saying, you know, I've, I've lived with it for a week, and um, yeah, you know, like y'all said, it came, it kind of came out of nowhere. It was a kind of a surprise to me when it dropped, but um. So far, um, I'm happy with it. I don't really have no complaints, but I, I don't want to give it a five yet because it's not, I haven't lived with it long enough yet. Right. But right now, I would definitely, definitely give it a four for beats and, and rhymes and all of that. I can't complain. All right, no doubt. Rel, one of the biggest Nas fans I know. And everybody out there watching, understand what I said. One of the biggest Nas fans, not stands. I don't fuck with stands. Fans. Right, right, fans is what we right. need more of in this music game. We need more fans. Fans keep it a buck. Fans tell you when right. it's good. Fans tell you when it's bad. For stands, everything is amazing. Everything is five mics. He just Nas yeah. could have just talked to us. He could have did a fucking audio book and the shit would have been five mics to his thing. Right. So, right. Rel, what, what do you got for this joint? Um, I'm like, yeah, between a four and four and a half. Um, I haven't listened to nothing else since it dropped. So... Um, but I, you know, I'm in between a four and a four and a half just because it's only been a week. But I mean, I had no skips, man. And you know, I think the cohesive was the best on this one out of the three. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, I don't know, it was just a a, a perfect man. Uh, the beats, mm-hmm. the tempo of the beats, That's and it. the sequencing and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like the tempo is something that um, you know gets underestimated. You know, like he, he yep. found the right for the way not raps or whatever. So I'm at a four, between a four and a half. It probably won't get to four and a half. I just want to see how much I listen to it. As of right now, that's the only thing I've been listening to. So I'm I'm with y'all like between a four and a four and a half. All right, no doubt, Brian. What about you, good bro? I'm gonna say four and a half because I'm the guy on the panel that understands the greatness of Nas, but I'm not the hugest Nas fan. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm. 49, I don't care, whatever. But, but uh, I've never, and I don't know if we're going to talk about this later, so I don't want to spill his beans, but 
I've never heard, I haven't heard Nas this refre- refreshed and, and light mm. in a long time. I mean, it, it, it sounds like a weight is lifted off his shoulders and he's, he, he, he me now. And when I say that, I mean, bro, I'm 49. I know who I am. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to impress nobody. I, I You know, I, Nas know he great and he having fun. And, and, and it, it comes out. And um, Real mentioned the tempo. I like this way better than the King's Disease one and two uh, because it's it's, it's bouncy, it, you know. I mean, because Nas Nas's voice is uh, his voice, and you know what I mean by that. So if you got a lot of like stagnant kind of beats, it it don't, it don't grab me. But when you got that tempo and then Nas flipping and flowing, it's a perfect marriage. So I'm saying four and a half. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Let me, because I know, and I'm blessed that, you know, through Twitter and different places, we have so many younger viewers. And I think everybody up here touched on it. And we all said this word, live with it long enough. You know what I mean? And I just want to kind of just take a sec to just talk about how important that is. Because with so much music coming out, people listen to an album two or three times then be like, oh, it's five my class. You know what I mean? But I love the fact that almost everybody up here said, if not everybody said, you know, I haven't lived with it long enough to see what it is and to me music it's a relationship it's like a relationship to me you know you just usually don't i don't know niggas who go out on the first date and you just wifey after the first date like i don't care if shoy lets you smash it's still not like okay you just (laughs) after the first date like it's like good she let me hit but she still ain't white it takes some time so it's like live with stuff for a minute you know let it stay with you like i said music is about like Again, if you dating, you you dating shorties out there, you you know, you may have a couple, you know, you messing with and it's like, but it's that one that just you be thinking about it during the day. And that's what I mean by I don't know if this will be calling to me like that. Like music will call to me. I wake up one day and be like, yo, let me pull this out. Like I was thinking about that. The same way you could be thinking about a shorty. Like, so my challenge to focus, like I get it, we're on social media, we're in this time limit, you know, the album comes out at midnight by one oh 2 a.m. is got it with your mic rate and everything you know live with an album for a while enjoy it digest it you know all that good stuff now tell me this we got king's disease one two and magic uh porch from our twitter spaces one of the things that i think is dope about this three album run is that everybody has their kind of different picks like you know trey was saying he didn't really feel kd1 but he felt kd2 i really kd2 is cool for me but i love kd1 like so what Porsche, what is your order in these three albums of the of the Hip Boy trilogy with Nas? What is what, what order do you have them in? Yeah, it, it's so funny that you asked that because initially I was like, oh, King's Disease 2 is like way better than King's Disease 1. And then the more I listened to them, um, you know, side by side, the more I edge it to King's Disease 1, actually. Um, so my order would be King's Disease 1, Magic, and then King's Disease 2. That's how I would rank these three recent releases. Um, and again, Magic, I haven't really lived with it long enough to know that that's kind of cemented. But for now, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it more than I enjoyed King's Disease 2. I go back to it. I want to go back to it more than I did King's Disease 2 at the time. Um, that that drops. So for me, um, King's Disease 1, Magic, KD2. So. Alright. Mine is the exact same order as yours, sis. So um, that's mine. Yeah. How do you where do you have this ranking going for you? Um, I'm gonna say to me, KD2 was incredible to me. 
like literally incredible. Like I listened to, I mean, I listened to the album for for a long time. You know what I mean? I'm so I'm gonna go KD two, uh, then Magic, then KD one. But I will say this though, I, as much as I, I like KD one, right? Um, but I thought it had some holes in it. But before this podcast today, I decided to check out KD one, and it actually is is much better than I actually thought it was. Maybe because I haven't listened to it in a while. Maybe because I, you know, when I was, I inundated myself. You know how I do with these, with these, with these uh, podcasts. Well, you give me a topic, I like to try to like dive all the way in before I come in, come in the podcast and start speaking about it. So I listened to all three today, and uh, KD one is actually better than I thought. So I, I, I may rearrange my list, but uh, KD two for me, there's just too many high points of KD two for me that uh, that exceed everything else or other albums. I will say about Magic. The one thing that Magic has an advantage over all the others is it's shorter, and there's mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. less room. There's less room for error with that, and that's, that's that's what Vern was saying earlier. Like it's it's quick, and the things Nas is Nas is really speaking to himself and older generations of, of niggas, like the niggas who are in their forties yep. for real. Like Nas is really, yep. really talking to niggas about like not just about his own, his own life and his own struggles being a 40 a 45 46 year old man you know what i'm saying it's it's refreshing to see that because yep. i had a conversation with homie yesterday about uh jay-z and if we were he, he was saying jay-z got to be pacing around his crib getting ready to put an album out because this is pressure right here honestly you know what i'm saying and jay we all talk about jay-z i think jay-z's the goat of course but jay-z doesn't speak to me now as an older as an older guy like jay-z's another planet He's, he's he's got Beyonce and his wife. He's in the billionaire space. He's in the one percent of space. Whatever the case may be, and this magic seems more tangible. Like it's, it's, I can touch it. I can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can feel the things he's saying because I'm going through some of those same things right now. You know what I mean? Like so that's the reason why I put magic number. Why why I hold magic in such high regard, and why I hold Nas in such high regard. Like he sounds refreshed. He sounds like like the way he's rapping. He sounds like he's like. Try, he's still trying to prove something to people with the way, way he's rapping, and it's really refreshing to see that for somebody who's been in the game this long. You know what I mean? So that's my order. Uh, I'm gonna go KD two, Magic KD one. KD one it might might be sneaking up a little bit though, so we'll see. All right, no doubt. Good news. What order you got your joint, son? Uh, I was listening uh, right before uh, the podcast to all three albums, and I would say I would put uh, KD two first. Because I like I like more songs. I wrote down more songs that I like on um, KD2 first. Um, then I would put then I would say Magic um, because I like the um, the beats on on Magic <clears throat> a lot better. Not saying that I don't like uh, KD1, but I would put KD1 uh, third because I think I like lesser. I only like three. I only wrote down, wrote down three songs for KD one. So I would. Uh, that would be my order, man. KD two, Magic, and then um, KD one. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Right. What about you, good brother? Um, I'm gonna go KD one, Magic, mm. and then KD two. Um, and it's I don't know. It's crazy because um, it would have been KD two first. And then Magic, then KD one. But then I, I recently had started back listening to KD. Like man, this is yeah. I like that one the best. Um, and it's it's weird hearing everybody's order because it's everybody's kind of different a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Some people got one, third. Got it seems like most third, people have Magic in the middle, and then it's just and, about, but Magic in the middle. Yeah, Magic is in the middle, and then it's either KD one or KD two on the end or the beginning. Right, but I think Magic could 
be first if it was out longer. You know what I'm saying? It's only been a week, so we'll see. But as of right now, I'm going to go KD1, um, Magic, then KD2. But it's it's really close, you know what I'm saying? Because I love all three albums. So. That's dope. That's dope. Vern, what you got? I got Magic number one. Um, because KD1 and KD2 did not move me like this. It, it, Magic is, to me, more concise. It's, again, it's, it's more bouncier, and as y'all said, it spoke to me. You're going to hear the quotables. It, it spoke to me as, as a 49-year-old man. Um, so I would say Magic, Magic, then KD1, second, and then KD2, third. All right, no doubt. If you had to take four joints, we making a, a best of Nas and Hip Boy, you know what I mean, mixtape or whatever. You got to take four joints off each one of these three. What are you pulling? Porsche, what are you pulling? With four joints off each one, so you pull. Okay, so I only did a couple um, off of each one. I didn't do four, and I would have okay. to like really think it through. But I would take Ultra Black, um, Car 85, 10 mm-hmm. Points, mm-hmm. Um, Nobody, Speechless, Wave God, 4016 Building, Moments, and EPMD2 to make a mixtape for myself. Um, <laughs> and the reason for that is literally... I just think those are the songs that had the most like in pocket lyrics. Um, I love them. I think there's, they're just like beaming with quotables. Um, EPMD, like just the features are, are amazing too. I think they're so complimentary. Um, yeah, I just think they're so in pocket. Um, I would love this to be like compiled together as one. All right, no doubt. I got off of King's Disease, the first joint. I got King's Disease, Blue Benz, Car 85, and The Cure. To be honest, truthfully, I love how King's Disease sets off. I think that that first three set off, King, King's Disease, Blue Benz, and Car 85, like I love that joint. Uh, the Cure, to me, just goes hard. I mean, crazy quotables, you know, play the clue tapes for old verses. That nigga say still going hard like I grew a new inch on my dick or something like that. Like that shit was dope to me. King's Disease 2, I grab Rare, Store Run, No Phony Love, and My Bible. And off of Magic, I got 4016 Building, Woo for the Children, Meet Joe Black, and Speechless. Um, yeah, what you got to make your, your best of hip boy and, and Nas joint? On, on KD1, I'm going to go Cardi 5, which I, I love that record. I absolutely yeah. adore that record. If, if you, and this is, if you grew up anywhere around this city, it's just something that just speaks to you about being in the cab and like getting the cab that you want. You know what I'm saying? Like getting the dopest cab from the. It's just something that it spoke to me. That that just I would I, I can't even explain to you. Uh, Ultra Black. Uh, I love All Bad with Anderson Pack. Pack is one of my favorite favorite artists ever. You know what I mean? K. I, I appreciate you for putting me on to, to, to Pack as well. You put me on to him and the Cure from that from that project. On two, I will go. The pressure. I love the first song on KD2. Um, I love Rare. I love the beat switch on Rare because he goes into a whole other pocket. You know what I mean? Uh, store run and then no phony love. Uh, also interesting, he had he had Charlie Wilson on, on both back to back projects too, which I was both of very. Both are both very dope. Dope. I would not be mad at a, at a Charlie. <laughs> I was about to say a Charlie. Nas project. I would. I wouldn't be mad at that. I would not be mad at a Charlie Wilson Nas yeah. collab album or EP at least or something because both yeah. car both of them joints are crazy. Both no of them question. Are crazy. And then on, on Magic, I would go Speechless because he just blacked. He blacked on Speechless, bro. Uh, 
He, I, I mean, bro, I see your face right now. You, <laughs> he blacked on speechless. It didn't make any sense. Um, I'll go ugly. Uh, I, I, one thing I love about Nas, I love when he goes conceptual, like same theme rhyme. So ugly songs like even Ultra Black. You know what I mean? That's that's like in that same type of type of deal. Ugly and Ultra Black on the same type of. Uh, not pocket, but same type of like theme where he's just keeping the same theme all the way throughout the song, right? So ugly, ugly has some of my favorite quotables on it as well. Uh, the truth, he blacked, he blacked on the truth, and he blacked on dedicated. And the beat switch on dedicated is crazy too. It's crazy. Like magic is really, really crazy. I can't, I can't. It's od. So those are those are my those are my twelve. I picked four from each from each joint. Those are my twelve. Bro, you peeped the sixes. We just beat the nets. I'm watching right yes, now. Sir. I'm, I'm, yes, sir. Yo, when, yes, when did KD become this fake tough guy? When did this happen? Bro, I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. Oh, yeah. You know he's that's, you know that's, he's a, whole other, that's, that's a whole other story. Yeah, I'm like, dog, you can't be having fake burner accounts and now you a tough guy on the hey, court. Man, I, I, I had to talk to y'all offline about him. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Good news. What you got for your your your, your best of hip boy knives mixtape so far? My four. Um, on KD One, my favorite song on KD One is "Replacement." I, I haven't heard nobody mention that yet. Um, I love I love the beat. I like the uh, the Big Sean feature, and I and I love the hook. Um, so I would definitely put that. Even though it's like kind of you know like a like an R and B song, it, it don't it don't it don't have that boom bap feel. But that's my favorite record on KD One. But uh, all right, then I, I would say the Cure. <clears throat> Um, of KD two, I would I would put uh, I got a lot of shit off of there. I like um, I like Nas is good. Nas is good is crazy. It's I crazy. like Nas is good, and um, for the fourth one off of Magic, I would I would pick uh, Meet Joe Black. Yeah, that Meet Joe Black is stupid, babe. That would be my fourth. That John stupid. The crazy thing about me, Joe Black, to me is I love the chorus, and Nas has never been known mm-hmm. as a good chorus writer. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I really, really hard body mess with that that chorus that he got. So, bro, what you got for your for your best of joints? All right, so I got uh, Car eighty five. I got all bad, all bad. One of my favorite yeah. drums off of uh, yeah, I the drums, the hook, yep. Every, every, everything about that is is crazy. Um, I got full circle, um, nostalgia. That brings like nostalgia to me. You know, I'm just hearing the, the firm. You know, I'm back together. And then the cure. Um, and then for KD two, I got store run. I got nobody. I got my Bible, and I got Nas good. And then I'm on magic. I got speechless. Speechless is. <laughs> speechless is speechless, is speechless. It's speechless. Yo, man. the beat is ridiculous. It's crazy. On it. Yeah, I, I I don't know what type of yeah that was crazy. Um, Forty sixteen building. Um, Wave gods. I, I I agree with y'all. I think uh, ASAP fit that song perfectly, bro. Like he did. He, he, did. he fit it perfectly, and it was a it was a nice kind of change of pace to the to the uh, album it fit right right where they put it in the album it fit perfectly and then dedicated um dedicated is is crazy you know what i'm saying so that's my 12. all right Vern, what you got good brother all right i know I you think... said you wasn't on the first katie no so. no here, no, here, here go i'm thankful that portion went first since she can't count i can't either so uh <laughs> <laughs> 
gonna take I'm gonna take four off of KD one. Car eighty five, all bad, ultra black and ten points. I'm gonna take three off of KD two. Death Row East, store run and nobody. And then speechless, meet Joe Black, dedicated forty sixteen building and woo for the children. That that compiles my twelve. Hey, real. I wanted something you said. Um, the uh, the joint he did with ASAP. That junk keeps you young. But the good thing about it, when Nas collabs, he ain't trying to rap like them them, them young niggas. Right. right, right. He, he feeding off of, he feeding off of their energy and they feeding off of his greatness. Mm-hmm. They, you know what I'm saying? So that, I felt that. Even on the song on eighty two with um a boogie and YG. Mm-hmm. I feel like, listen, I I don't fuck with YG like that, but I right. feel like YG he felt the need to step his shit up, right, right, right. You know right. right, Like even a, I, I, I like a boogie. Being being in New York, I mean, I, you can't escape a boogie. You, you won't like his joints. They 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 medley. But even even his bar work on that song, but Nas. One thing about Nas is that when he gets in his swag bag and his like shit talking bag, there's not <laughs> not too many people who are greater at that than him. Yeah, he right. still does that. The storytelling is also something that Nas does. The uh, introspective shit, but swaggy shit talking Nas is a phenomenal Nas. Nas <laughs> it really is. So I'm just working, checking out my watches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Watch <laughs> even 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 the line on this album when he says, I'm gonna, "I'm gonna bring it up when, when we get later," but going later. But when he says, "Um, I put the new in New, I put the new in New York. I'm home. All my watches stay on the Eastern Times." When I'm like, I'm big like. <laughs> Cause you know New York niggas are just arrogant like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, yo, I'm where I'm from is where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? So it just it just gives me it gives me goosebumps when I still hear people. You know, still you know, going back to that essence of what who, who he was when he came out when he was doing halftime and it ain't hard to tell. You know what I mean? That's like that's old Nas. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. to me? All right, no doubt. Now let me ask y'all this because we're all I think most people are probably most impressed that Nas is what fifty. Or close to it if he's not there. Now he's forty. Now he's forty-eight. He's t- forty-eight. So, yeah, he's a year younger than me. Yeah, twenty-one years past the twenty-seven club. So mm-hmm. he's right. So he's forty-eight. So to have an MC who I first heard in ninety-one at Live at the Barbecue in nineteen ninety-one in two thousand twenty-one, basically two thousand twenty-two, coming with this. Why do you think Nas is in such a good, comfortable zone right now, Porsche? What do you think? Yeah, I've been thinking about that since our Twitter spaces as well. Um, And I think it's because, and I had a conversation on my TL about it um, very briefly. I I feel like it's the independence of not having to be sort of like, I guess, told what to do by by a major. Like Nas is sort of in charge of himself right now. Um, So he can do what he wants to do with whoever he wants to collab with um and i think that there's a freedom there especially coming out of you know like he he was signed to a major he did have contracts to fulfill and all that kind of stuff now he may not have that so he has all of this freedom and i think not only does that sort of translate into the ability to um you know record whenever whatever it's also like innately you you have a different air about you like a different um comfortability confidence um positivity like mindset the mindset is different and i think that that's what we're sort of taking to is this very confident very um you know 
don't give a shit kind of mentality that he just goes in, does what he does. And, and I think maybe looking back, if Nas had that freedom throughout, maybe we would have gotten albums of this caliber all throughout. You know, you never know. Um, but I think that to me, that's that's what it is. It's the freedom of not having to worry about about contracts and a major and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. A rollout, rollout, not the, not the yeah. video, none of that. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah, he doesn't have to do mean? anything. And the, this rollout to me was the most, um, I don't know how to say it, like, it just worked so well. Um, and Nas is just organic. so good at, it was super organic and... And it's just, again, like, he doesn't have to promote it. He doesn't care to promote it because he's, again, in charge of himself, right? So he doesn't have anyone to really answer to at this point. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's great. And, yeah, we're, we're reaping the benefits of that, so. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, freedom was, was one of the words I would use. But I think, for me, I think the boy is just happy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think, he's, mm-hmm. I think he's happy. Number two, he's rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's definitely a happiness yeah. that comes with being rich. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? That 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 takes away. Oh, I gotta do this song for the radio to get this money, <laughs> and I gotta I gotta do this. I gotta do all these different things to try to get this money for my family. It's like if you rich, that just takes so much pressure off your back that you just don't have anymore. Uh, Porsche, like you said, I have three. He has his own label. Like he's doing massacre. This dude is signing people. He's signing Dave East. Um, uh, for Sean out of, out of, out of Cali. I don't know if he's still on the label, but I mean, I think it's that. And then I think for he won this Grammy this year. It's like, yo, all the shit I've been doing all these years, I never won no Grammy, dropped King's Disease, doing it my way. And I got a Grammy. So I just got you happy. He's rich. You got your own label. And you just got a Grammy in the pocket. It's like, yo, I'm good. Like he said, Nas is good. Like, yo, he, he, he's telling us, yo, I'm good. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I think if you have that and and everything is good you know you're just gonna be able to be in a a free space like when i make beats i put them in folders by the month so i can kind of go back and look and see oh damn you know december was a rough month i only made two beats you know november must have been a great month because i made 12 beats i wanted to, so for me i kind of with my mind and being a creative i kind of pay attention to when when the good months are when bad months are most of the time it's about money like I ain't gonna hold you. I've, I've gotten a lot of, I've, I've been blessed to double my salary. I'm in a real good groove right now, y'all, because I'm not kill like, is good. oh my God. Right, I don't have to, yeah, kill is good. I'm not like, oh, I gotta sell these beats. I gotta do this. I gotta do that at Christmas. I'm like chilling right now. It puts me in a, a, a better place to be like, ah, I'm gonna play some 2K today. Oh, I'm gonna make a beat today. Like, it's not a I have to do to get type situation. And when you, when you give that to a creative, you just open up their mind to a whole new world. So I think that's what it is. Yao G's, what about you, man? I think it's a few things. I think um I think first of all, him him not him locking in with one producer is one thing. I think their energy together, I think they've been able to grow over the last two years and figure out what each other like I said earlier, what what each of the what each of them brings to the table and try to mesh it together. One. I also think that um, like you said, Nas is just happy. He's in a good. He's in a good space. You know what I mean. He's able to make the music that he wants to make without any pressure of uh, having. Like I said, like I said earlier, even the rollout. Just like we, we didn't know anything about this album until like, the night, the day before. So there was no video. There was no press. It was just like you throw it on IG, like, hey, hey, y'all, what's good? Just went from throwing the project out tomorrow at midnight. Like he's really just in a good space. And I think also three is that I think Nas is just still a hip hop kid. Like he still like genuinely loves 
every single facet of hip hop, yeah. right? Like, I was even, uh, I had a conversation with, with somebody the other day and it was like, um, when the hip hop hall of fame opened and Nas showed up and LL showed up, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, well, that makes sense because Nas in this, in his, in, in, in every essence of his, of his being is a hip hop kid. He just loves the art of it. He loves, he loves the b-boy of it. He gets, to, he knows the history of it. So I think when you add all that together into in this moment with with him also having nothing else to do really, he doesn't have any obligations. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he has any any anything that he has to put out. He's just in, in a really free space right now. And he, like I said, he still raps like he still he still raps like he has something to prove. And that is something that like athletes do like Tom Brady still does that LeBron still does that to an extent it's like these guys are older and they've given us all this great work over the years but they still feel like yo I'm still I'm still trying to prove something to myself that I can get to another level you know what I mean I think he's doing that like there's no reason why he should be rapping this well and this hard and this like effortlessly he sounds he sounds like he's in the, he sounds like he's, he's in these like one of the best pockets of his career to me on on these last two albums and it, it's really like it's really inspiring to see like i keep it a buck with y'all like i haven't written a rhyme in like two three months because i just i just haven't felt like it you know what I'm saying? I just have, I, you know as artists we get into these spaces where it's just like ah i'm just not feeling today and when i looked up it was two three months but now i, I, I had to break out the, i had to break out the pen a couple of days ago you know what i'm saying get get back to it and I, I i owe a lot of that to this project that came out today so i think i just think that it's invigorating and it's it's, it's, it's uh it's like he feels like he's rejuvenated and it's just in, it's been regularly to see that from a guy who's 48 years old getting ready to be 50 and i'm not and it's no slight anybody else who's coming out with albums that that late in their life but it's just different with Nas. Nas has always been the natural to me you know what i mean always just been a natural mc just like always sounds good on mostly everything you can't he doesn't really have a format with what he the way he says things and it just and it's evident on this album like the pockets he's picking and the break, the way he's breaking bars apart, it's just like this sound like old Nas, but like a, a more mature version. If that makes sense. Nah, nah, what about you, bro? What, what, why you think Nas is in his zone? Yeah, 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 yeah. said a lot, but um, but yeah, like you were saying, um, if you look at Nas's career, man, from 1991 and even before that, prior to him just, you know, just him grinding, writing his first rhyme to us discovering who he was in 91 to still in 2021 we're still talking about Nas as still being one of the greats he's still on top of the, uh, the hip hop game right now um, a lot of rappers that started uh, back in that time think about the rappers that were around in 91 92, 93, 94 when Illmatic um, uh, came out a lot of those niggas is not around son or if they are around they're still not doing it to the level that Nas but you know, what can do? you know what we can do let's take a second and talk about that Let's think of some rappers who was out when Illmatic came out. Some of the people who come to mind for me, just everybody, you know, say names. I got Buckshot Shorty. Mm, I just thought of like Akinelli real quick, just, you know, from, you know. Right. Um, who else was, was, I mean, I guess KRS with the boom bat. Chubb, Chubb was still out. Chubb Rock was Chubb still Rock. out. Putting, putting stuff out. Heavy, heavy, heavy D. Like, uh, even if, either, either, and this is not no, no slight, either, either, either they passed away or they're not rapping anymore. And if they're rapping, and, and again, this is no disrespect to anybody, maybe it's just not on the same level as, you know, they're rapping independently. It may be some of those albums that I didn't even know that person dropped yeah. a new album type situation. Like, that, a lot of those. 
whole lot what's, of those. What's, what's, what's Cuz from Black Sheep name? I can't think of his name. Dread. Dread. I just saw Dread put up put a couple posts the uh, last few weeks or so. He's coming out with a project. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you don't. He don't sound. I mean, he's don't get me wrong. He sounds good, right? He yeah, sounds, yeah, he sounds like yeah, he's okay. Yeah. He's rapping, but he not sounding like nah, Black nah. Sheep ninety two ninety three. You know what I'm saying? He's just he's just not. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, it's but to your point, right? But to your point, Gnu, I I I I did what you're saying because a lot of those groups who were out, whether it be Trends of Culture or Blase Blase or Artifacts, and you know you all those groups, the list you know, goes on and on, right? Nah, nah, nah. That's 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 a dope point. That's a dope point. Um, did we, you had anything else on that, Gnu? Because I know I kind of cut you with the. No, I mean, know, but just what everybody was up. saying. You know, he's just he's he's in a bill he's in a billionaire space, man. And he's just he's just happy. He's he's refreshed. He's he's like uh his his career has been recharged, and he's just in a in a creative space. He ain't under no pressure. He's pretty, pretty much, you know, he's like he's really blessed because he's he's relating to a brand new audience. You know, we got we got young cats now. I guess because of his um, connection with Hit Boy now that are, uh, you know, becoming, uh, you know, Nas fans. So I, I, I think I feel like he's opened this up to a whole new audience, man. And he's going to just, you know, just keep going this thing, man. But yeah, that's, that's what I had to add to it. All right, what you think? Why do you think he's in his own? I'm going to come to you, Rob. Just I'm trying to switch it up so everybody ain't waiting till the end. Burn, um, what you? Nas is the embodiment of what you should expect a great MC to continue to be. Um, I mean, okay, if you're a dope lyricist, you, you read books, you're knowledgeable. You should be doper the older you get. It's like a physician, you know. Uh, here you go. That 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 dude that who he can't dunk no more. True, but he know how to back you down and, and do that little jab step and still Bernard King you to death. And, and and that's that's where where Nas is, man. And I don't know if something in his personal. I mean, obviously he's rich, um, <laughs> and that that pressure is gone. But I think even more ingrained than just the money, it's like personal side with his kids or uh, relationship. I don't know. He just seems so refreshed and like there's no weight on him. And I don't know if also for years, man, Nas picked whack, the wackiest beat. You know. I don't care who you are. I ain't say I ain't said. I'm saying that's what's been said. He's heard it a zillion times. Right. You know, he's human. At some point, he's like, man, I'm a billionaire, <laughs> and I, I'm gonna do what I do. And and then he wins a Grammy, like you said, kill. So I I think the outside noise, regardless of whether he wants to admit it or not, bothered him at some point. And now he's like, yeah, man, I'm free. I'm, I'm going to just do what I want to do. And it, it comes off on this. And it's making me, like I said, I wasn't the, not the biggest Nas fan. I understand his greatness and I have him ranked up there, even though I don't really do rankings. I'm going to go back and, and, and revisit some Nas projects just just to, so that I can in, enjoy this great artist while he's still here. Dope, dope, dope. Bro, what about you, man? Um... I, I, I think everybody really touched on all the all the good points. I think one thing too is I think um Nas was always just the artist artist. Like a lot of the other stuff I don't think he was interested in. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to appease like I don't think he felt comfortable trying to appease this person and trying to I gotta worry about promo. I gotta worry about this. So now it's like yo, I could just do what I want. I got 
I could just put out these projects. I don't have to worry about crazy rollout. I could just get in my and get in these beats, and it's inspiring to him. It's like that freedom, man. Like you know, what I'm saying that freedom is 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 something like where you can just be a creative and do your thing, and you don't have to worry about a lot of the other stuff that he had to worry about throughout his career. Because he's had an interesting career of like highs and lows. You know, what I'm saying he's been through a lot career-wise, and they, I feel like when you get to a good space, you know what I'm saying, it shows in your work, and it's like, it's like, it appears not even be work for him. This is like, just what I'm doing, and not in this, on my own label, it's my investment, you know what I'm saying, I don't have to worry about appeasing nobody else, and it's perfectly for him, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. DJ Raquan, what's going on, good brother? Rash, what's going on, man? Can y'all hear me? What up, Rash? Yeah. You. My bad, man. Very busy man today, yo. Tired all good, brother. All good, all good. What's up, what everybody? Would you, um, what would you um give this uh, KD1, KD2, Magic, Nas is in his bag at 48. Where do you think <laughs> this this new energetic Nas is coming from? Why do you think he, he he's being able to put out these three very dope projects back to back to back like this? Now, I'm not going to beat the dead horse. Vern beat that good. He don't got he don't Vernon and Rel they killed him and he doesn't have anything to prove so he can he can just concentrate and release <laughs> music just rap you know what I'm saying like it, at this point it does not matter what he puts out he, it's like it's like with uh LeBron and Mike you know what I'm saying like they can do, only do but so much they're not gonna increase their legacy anymore mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so that pressure is off I'm I hope somebody had that conversation with him it was like bro. Just, just go in the studio and make some shit and whatever comes of it comes of it and I think he hit his mark with this hit boy um, collaboration I just think they got good synergy I don't know what it is I can't speak to it but they just got a synergy and they on the streak and, and it's, it's it's coming out nice yeah so it could just be no pressure you know like he's inspired. Yeah, he's, he's inspired like Rel said he's on his own label he don't have to deal with the BS of you know, a label telling you certain things. I don't know whether he did or did not, but I'm, I'm sure that plays a heavy part. But to not have to worry about that and you just release really what you want to release when you want to, and that's not even your money, that's not even your bread like that. Like, that's not what you counting on. Peace of mind is a motherfucker. Brother, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> it, 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 man, I heard a coach say, like, I'm, I'm picking this school just for uh, illustration purposes. Let's say a guy went to Boise, you coached at Boise State. And, you know, Boise State got a name about themselves. Are they going to be in the playoffs? Nah. But they're going to win 10 games a year. And it's like, you don't want to go to the SEC? He's like, man, I'm not messing with Happy. <laughs> I'm there. I'm good, dog. You know, and that's, that's where he is, man. I tell right. people like that in my line of work. People talk about commissioning and doing all this other stuff all the time. And I ask him, like, do you truly understand what comes with that type of leadership when you put some shiny shit on your chest? You can't hide behind, you know, anything at that point. It's, it's on you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people ain't ready for that. I think with this project, I think he doesn't have to worry about anything. He can just go in the studio, do what he needs to do. Go from there. All right. Now, let me ask you this, because I didn't have this question down. But, Vern, you brought it, you brought it up. 
Nas has been infamous for picking whack beats. Now, of course, I know you don't. I know you don't agree with the whole premise of every Nas beat is whack. I I will say as a producer, I think every Nas album has some shit on it. I have never been happy with a complete a lot of these Nas albums. Like yeah, I was saying the ups and downs of his career. Again, I think Jay Z has a tendency to pick horrible beats, and I don't know if it's picking horrible beats based off of what's good for the radio. I don't know if it, it's almost like, I feel like, I always say when you have a, for people watch who may not understand the record business, I equate it to living at home with your parents. You know what I mean? When you get a record deal, you have somebody telling you what to do, when to come, what time to come home, what time to do all of that. Now, you could say, fuck this shit and move out on your own, but that means you gotta pay your own bills. That means you gotta worry about all this other stuff. So there's a there's a good there's a good part of being on a major. It's a bad part. It's a good part of being indie. It's a bad part of being indie. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, it, it's very strange to me if if you are of the belief that Nas is is not the best beat picker in the world, that now just all of a sudden he has a three album run where the piece is just crazy. Like it's almost like what happened? Like how did you go from? You bagging like threes and fours, and the last five chicks I seen you would have been tense. Like, what, what the fuck happened to you? With, with hypnotists, like, what do you guys think that that's uh, because again, these three, these are three solid projects, y'all. Yeah. Like, these are all incredible projects, right? And if I'm not mistaken, King's Disease One was after Nasir, right? Yes. Yeah, and Nasir is the one that only me and, and North and Kanye. Like. So you're literally coming. That's the one with Cop Shot the Kid, right? Yeah, the Cop yeah. Shot the Kid. Uh, I Lost Tapes Two. Bezo. <laughs> no, he put out like, <laughs> Lost Tapes Two came out. That shit came out before, right, right before King came. Right before Lost Tapes Two. And I felt like Lost Tapes yeah, Two was really different than two. Lost Tapes yeah. One because Lost Tapes One felt like these were the songs that. We couldn't get sampling clearance for so a lot of the the boom bappers and the backpackers loved it. I felt like Lost Tapes Two was truly songs that weren't good enough to make albums, and here we go. So I felt yeah, like that that album was trash, right? So I felt like there were two different Lost Tapes things. So but so you're coming off of Nasir, which was a brick. Most people didn't like that shit. Um, to just go into this run, like, it, do you think that? I guess the question I'm asking is. How did Nas go from making subpar albums to just making three incredible albums beat-wise, production-wise, not pen-wise? Do you think it's working with one producer? Like, Porsche, what do you think? I know you're not, again, I know you're not a big believer in Nas picks whack beats, but what do you, how do you think he goes from the ups and downs of albums to just this three-album run like this? Honestly, uh I don't know, and that's a tough one because he has worked with, like Nasir, he worked with Kanye, right? Um, I don't think there was multiple producers on that joint, so right. it's not like, you know, it's always been that way. I do think that, I, I think it's a focus maybe. I think it's, um, you know, a, a set, real a real collaborative effort where there's like, you can tell that there's like probably communication. I feel like maybe with the Nasir joint, Kanye kind of maybe did his own thing and maybe Nas suggests something and Kanye just doesn't even listen to it because he's Kanye and you know it, it's kind of like two big big personalities kind of going up against each other I think with Hitboy and Nas it, it's, it's a very smooth chemistry it's a very good communication um I feel like all of these things that yeah I feel like 
for me, I would say it's the collaboration. is is like a true collaboration through yeah. and through. Like, um, there's a lot of communication. Probably there's a lot of back and forth feedback. There's a lot of like you know putting egos aside and really taking in the feedback and listening to what the other person's saying rather than trying to prove something um, to each other. You know, and, and butting heads and and there's like a dis a disunity there. I think they're very unified. I think the vision is unified, and I think that's why they're able to just mesh so well together um that that's the only that's and i maybe would have a different answer if nasir didn't exist as an album but we know that um nas has worked with one producer and it was a very like a big name producer right um so that's where i kind of am rooting my my opinion about this so that's just what i think no doubt. I think it's similar to what you're saying, the collaborative of Hip Boy. And I also think it's Hip Boy just not playing Nas Wack beats. Because here's the thing, whether you agree with it or not, that's that's the rumor that's in the streets. You know what I mean? I always tell people, don't gotta be right about what, what the perception is. So you may not agree with it, but we all know that that's the rumor in the streets that Nas tricks Wack beats. Kill, I just we have a question for you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I have a question for, and maybe everybody can answer that. Um, but don't you think that, like, I have a hard time understanding or really believing that every other producer is going to tell you, like, yeah, I didn't really give him my best beats. I feel like every producer was like, nah, I gave him my best beats. Like, I, I gave him what I thought were the best beats for him. Um, so I, I have a really hard time understanding or believing that Hit Boy's the only producer that's really giving him the best beats possible. I just think, I, I don't know. I, I would question that a little bit. I mean, well, I think it depends on what you're doing. Me being a producer, of course, if you come to me and you say, I need a I need a track for the radio, then Timbaland ain't going to give you some boom bap shit. He's going to give you that you owe me back shit. And it's going to be like, yo, let me call Genuine. He down. He he in VA this weekend, too. We get him yeah. on the hook. You know, so I think... So, yeah, I don't think any producer is going to say, yo, I play Nas this whack beat. But even that Nostradamus beat, that old EPMD beat, like... When I heard that, I was like, yo, what the fuck is you rhyming over EPMD for? Like, fuck is wrong so with you? I, th you know I thought the mean? same thing. You know, like, yo, you know, and then you pick Nas's like, which is a banger, but then you got these other suspect songs out here. So I don't think it's that a producer's like, yo, let me play Nas's whack beat. It may be where Nas is at that time. Like, you may want, like Vern was talking about, the tempo of this album. You know, maybe where he is at another time, he was like, these are the type of beats I'm looking for. Or right. these are the type of beats that I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? But I think when you're able to just work with one person, it's, it's why I always tell people when when I work with an MC, I always challenge them to like write all the rhymes, do all that shit, then come down for the weekend. Come down for a weekend. And we gonna record Saturdays, um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We gonna eat together. We gonna joke together. My family gonna be here. Bring your family. We just gonna have a good time and we gonna vibe out. In that situation, I'm playing them all these beats that I think are dope, mm -hmm. you know, which is a different vibe of, yo, I'm sending Rel 30 beats. Yo, Rel, just pick the 10 you like and, and just keep it moving. Because then what happens with that situation is a lot of times Rel may send me something back and I'm like, oh, I don't love it, but this nigga just paid $200 studio time. 
You know what I mean? So I don't want to send him back into the studio to get it right. So I may just be like, well, fuck it. Just just let it go, bro. Where when we're at my career, we could record all day, all day, all night, all weekend. We can get shit right. We could put a Moose album. I think we recorded 35 songs to get 15 joints, you know? So I just think with Hip Boy, if I'm Hip Boy, I'm not playing that shit that I don't believe in myself. You know what I'm saying? And I remember when Reflection Eternal was doing an album, High Tech was talking about how him and Salib will be beefing because he'd be like, yo, I heard this beat, I want that beat. And High Tech would be like, nah, you can't get that beat, I don't think it's dope enough. And my thing was, then why would you even play it for him in the first place? Why would you play an MC you're working with a beat that you don't believe in? So then he likes it, and then you like, well, no, I got the final say because it's my beat. Nigga, if Nas is down here, I'm not playing him no okay shit. I'm playing Nas the craziest shit in the world because I know he's coming from this he's coming from this rumor of Nas can't pick good beats. So when I hear King's Disease too, I'm sitting back like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like back to back to back. I'm loving all these beats. And then I hear King's Disease too. I'm like, yo, again. So so that's just it for me. I don't know if anybody else, you know, on the panel has, not, has for, for me, not only that, but I, I'm literally like if you like you well, said, not, if you put, I, if you I, I start with this. Do you believe that Nas picks whack beats? Because that's the rumor. Do you agree with the rumor? I think he has in the past. I think okay. I think I think I think there are beats where I'd be like, ah, that's probably not the one right there. But at the end of the day, you you can't tell a rapper what he wants to rap over. You know what I'm saying? Like when he hear like for, for what you just said about reflection eternal, like for high tech to tell Kwali, like now nah, it's not dope enough. Like no, bro, let the man rap on the beat and then work on the beat after. You know what I'm saying? Because listen, when, as an artist, when you hear something. And it, it, it grabs it grabs your ear. It's like, nah, I got it. I, I I need that. I've had I've had that issue with 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 Sice. It was like, yo, I, I'm not sure if you ever heard a song called Lights Off on, on, on Hump Day. But I had to I had to literally beg him, like, yo, I'm the one for this beat. Give it to me. You know, he's <laughs> like, it's not ready yet. I say, yo, then give me the shell. And like, I just, I just need the shell. To, like, I gotta feel it. You know what I mean? I'm I had to beg him. So it's like, when you're an artist, bro, and you hear a beat that speaks to you, do not like disparage that don't 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 discourage that you know what i'm saying let him rap over if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out cool fine like produce you're gonna make another beat you know what i'm saying like cool but let him rap over the beat you know what i'm saying and like for nas i think there are i think there are beat he's he's, he's had some bad beats where he's killed though where he's killed the rhyme pattern you know what i'm saying yeah yeah I, but there's 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 beats that he i mean there's a there's a few beats on nice dramas that i that i hate there's a few beats on i am that i hate there's a couple beats that, there might be a might be it might be a beat or two on on uh life is good that i don't like as well but at the very least who am i to tell a rapper what he likes to rap over for instance right. j j cole everybody was always always critical about, about of j cole always wanted to rap over his own beats and saying they weren't slapping enough he put this album out which had all different producers and people were still upset about it like ah the beats weren't hitting like that it's like like i said you can't tell a rapper what he wants to rap over you can't now, I will say this i do like Cole's album this is probably my favorite album since yeah. Center, probably because because he did have different production but i, I totally get a hundred percent um you know what you're saying with that too and, yeah. and that's a good point because i was talking to one mayor and he said him and pete was having the same pro- problem like they had a song and pete was like nah this can't go on the album and the mayor was like begging him like nah man this gotta make the album you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, you know, yeah, you fight for that. Uh, Grell, anybody else had any thoughts on how Nas just had this magical, majestical power to pick beats now? <laughs> I, I, I think, I think, uh, I just, I just, oh, go ahead, Go, 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 go Rel. You good? Uh, I just, I just think, um, like, 
chemistry and the company you're around plays a huge part in a lot of things. I'm gonna give you a good example, man. Like, um, like I've been on this podcast for how long? Probably almost Not, has it been a year. Yeah, about a year. Probably. Like, yeah. and like, you know, being on here and being around people that are like doing good things and it motivates you to do certain things in your own life. You feel what I'm saying? Like my life ain't been as my life is in a very good space and I owe part of that to being on here because when you surround yourself with people that's doing positive and positive things, you know, it rubs off on you. I think Hit Boy, that relationship, I think it like kind of just like rejuvenates him. You know what I'm saying? I think the chemistry is there and I think it's a trust factor as well. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he trusts that this guy has his best interest at heart and he's giving him, you know what I'm saying? He's giving him beats and it's beats for him. It's not just, this is my style of beat, you rap over this. No, this beat, I'm catering to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's a difference when you just get, yeah. like you said, you get just a bunch of beats uh-huh. that, that anybody can rap over. You know what I'm saying? Where it's beats catered to you. You know what I'm saying? And... He might not be the best beat picker. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Nas fan. That might not be what he's good at. That's what executive producers and stuff is for. Some people have a great ear. Like Rick Ross has an amazing ear for beats. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, that might not be one of his strengths. You know what I'm saying? But I think the combination with Hip Boy has really helped him in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he picks all whack beats. It's some beats that I did not like on certain projects. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it just got blown out of a point. Yeah. They like the camera. Yeah. Yeah. It took on you can't, can't bring up Nas, but I'll bring out yep. Z. <laughs> and Jay-Z has amazing production. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like people act like you can't like both. You know what I'm saying? So they always can put them against each other. And when you compare, it looks like Nas beats are just terrible. You know what I'm saying? That's not necessarily true, but there are some <laughs> beats that he picked that I was like, I didn't like, you know what I'm saying? But I think this Hit Boy collaboration and the relationship they have and all that, I think it, it motivated him and the beats are catered to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These beats are for you. Vern, I'm gonna let you get in. I just want to bring up a point of, off something that Rel said if people are watching, because people have asked me this before. Well, you said some MCs can't pick beat. I want to explain that to folk listening. I've told the story plenty of times. It's 95. I'm back in Philly. I make a beat. My man comes through. I play him the beat. I don't fuck with it, kill. I'm like, no problem. Come back tomorrow. I'll get something else for you. Another MC comes through. Hears that same beat. Loves it. Records to it. Does the whole entire song. The next day, the first MC comes back over and I'm like, yo, listen to this. He's like, yo, why the fuck you ain't play me that beat? And I'm like, nigga, I did play you that beat. You know what I mean? And, and, and we're arguing because he's like, motherfucker, you did not play me that beat. I'm like, nigga, I play. And what that showed me was not every MC can can hear a beat and see what they can do to it. Some people have that gift. You know what I mean? Some, some MC don't because both of these dudes was in, with dope MCs. Like, it's not like one was wacker than the other. It's just once he heard the entire song it was like i want that because once you heard it finished it's almost like a cook like of course mm-hmm. you cook you know what i mean i know some people cooks don't like when people be like oh let me taste it and it's like nah, nah just wait till it's done you know what i mean like don't don't come in here trying to eat off the spoon just wait till it's done 
some people now somebody may come in and taste like mm, that's oh i like where you're going with that and somebody else is like it ain't done so i just want people to understand at home like that's what we're talking about when we say some mcs can't pick beats it's not a diss towards that mc it's just some people when i started making beats you know what i used to always hear killer's missing something and i'd be trying to add another snare and be adding different shits and then hit me like nigga it's missing the rappers so like the average person is not used to just listen to an instrumental so when you play them an instrumental it's like something's missing and it's like yeah the fucking rhymes are what's missing you know so i just want to say that burn i know you had a point uh, um the synergistic relationship is incredible because hit boy is known yeah but Nas is raising him up to another level and then the Nas can't pick beats has taken on a life of his own too. I mean, cause if you put out as much product as he has over since 91, I mean, come on, man, <laughs> 15 songs per album. Yeah. You, you gonna, you gonna have some, some, some swings and misses. Um, <laughs> especially, especially if you're being forced to make music, you don't want to make. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's it's going to happen. And, um, also, I think I know for me personally, um, the Hit Boys got a hunger, and that he woke up in Nas, whereas the guy from Chicago, who I don't say his name no more, um, he's like, "Huh, you just gonna take these? I'm the greatest of all time. I'm God's gift to music in the world." And it's like, "Nigga, I'm Nas," you know, <laughs> and, and, and that's why it was it was it was like this. So, I think. It look it really okay. Three albums in a row look like they hit because of what we what we just witnessed before that. So yeah. <laughs> that has a lot to do with why we're so invigorated. I know what I am off of what I'm hearing now. That's a good point. You knew you was about to say something on the beats or not? Yeah, well, everybody pretty much much said it, man. But I, I just think you know. Um, the universe is just repaying Nas. You know, he's been through a lot. He's worked with all kinds of producers over the years, and he's just in the right place in the right time, right synergy. And, um, you know, they're like, hey, here you go, Nas. You know, they've been saying your you, you beast been whacked for years. So finally, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here's your blessing, bro. <laughs> and I want a lot of people out there who don't make music to understand how much that synergy when you're in the same room with somebody making music the the golden era of hip-hop for me is the 80s and all those rappers there was no cold tools they was all friends they all lived on linden boulevard and they all went to high school together and they were together every day and epmd was in the studio together these classic albums that we rave about all the time you know when when pe made it takes a nation it's not like chuck was on a book tour in africa writing rhymes you know when flavor was over here and so Nah, everybody was in the studio together. There's a synergy there. There's, you know, what do you think of this? Nah, okay, try to yeah. do it like this. Try and do it like that. Somebody was telling me, and I got it. I don't know if other people have seen or heard this, but that Nas has a master class with, where they were talking about how it worked. And the guy was telling me how, like, Hip Boy, Nas doesn't write his rhymes. He's almost like freestyling, and, like, Hip Boy just punches him in from time to mm. time. So, and I'm like, damn, I gotta see that because that's an intriguing way of the process too, that if you're just getting punched in and you're kind of just saying what comes to mind when you hear the beat, um, it's the beat speaking to you. All right, tell me this, hip hop quotables. What are some of your fave quotables from this album? Porsche, what do you have as, as, as one of your fave quotables or however many you have? Um, <laughs> the one, I, I feel like everyone has mentioned this and this is the thing about the quotables and magic. I feel like, everyone, it, they sort of popped for everybody. So um, I got 
I got so many kids in the game. It's like a gender <laughs> revealing. Um, I, I love that. I think that's, that's just. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how do you I set Sharam feel... off with that? Like that's <laughs> Honestly, how you, that's how you started. That's how he was. And that's how he starts it. It's just it's so um, in your face. Like it's just so. It really like punches through, if that makes sense. Um, and then another one I have is only thing undefeated is time. The second is the internet. Number three is this rhyme. I again, it's witty, it's clever, it's um, you know, it's very with the times. Like I just really appreciate Nas for that. He definitely, I feel like he definitely has an ear to the street, and I and I really appreciate that about him. Um, and then my last one is. Um, the Nas enthusiasts thinking they know what's best for me more than I know what's best for me. Wow. No rest for me. Um, yep. That one to me was just, it, it's so profound. Like you could almost write somebody who, you know, if, if you're very kind of in tune with Nas's career and how it's been for him throughout with the fans and with, with everybody, I feel like you could literally write a paper about a, like a whole entire paper just off of that quotable itself. Um, brilliant work. I yeah. love that he even like thought to bring it up and then so cleverly said it and it's just so witty. Um, I, I love it. Right, no doubt, no doubt. Um, I got ugly um, when he says ugly outside, Big L would be here if it wasn't. Like that one right there was just like, yo, that's how how crazy it is. And I think the line, I love to join the meet Joe Black when he's talking about, you know, when the QB chain birthed most of the chains in the game. Um, and then when that nigga says, um, took a slice out of Big Apple, made apple pies, family size. Family like, size. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I talked about that. Yeah, I talked about that on Twitter. Yeah. Like that that's crazy. Um, and but I think my favorite bar is where he said we should be buying acres adjusting each other's crowns. Like to me, that was like some grown up shit. Like, yo, this is what we should be doing. Niggas out here killing each other, we beefing with each other. You know, you can have a crown, I can have a crown, and we should be making sure, you know, I, I almost um when I when I see it, I almost feel that picture, you know, usually you get when you get married and your best man is like helping you with your tie and like helping getting you right. You helping each other look dope. So um that was it for me. Uh Rec, what's with, with, with some of your quotables off this joint that you that you mess with? So I'm like probably only heard the album twice. I can give you songs that I know I'm gonna pull some quotables from eventually. <laughs> but I haven't even gotten to that. Um, speechless. I think just the way it, it sparks the album is crazy. I know it's gonna be some quotables I'm gonna pull from that. Um, ugly, and I love the truth. I gotta find some quotables in that, but I can't sit here and tell you I got quotables today. I don't have. Them. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Vern, what about you? I, I got enough for wreck. I got five. Appreciate so, you. Good luck for the save. Hey man, when I, I speechless is like the perfect Ricky Henderson leadoff hitter. I mean, man, I was in Detroit. You know, for the Christmas break, and I listened to that like three or four times, and I love music that I can relate to. So when I y'all did y'all did adversity to death, I got a proposition. You and your brother stop plotting on each other, plot on millions, educate yourself, find ten different areas of interest, spread your bets out, double down on what's working, then you double up. I'm done with the redundancy, man. I, I sent that to my, we, I got a crew, you know, at my mortgage company, we call ourselves the Fantastic Five, and I've sent, sent pictures, you know, y'all seen them before, but man, that stuff speaks to me and us, man, let's let's get to this, man, all us, us, real, kill, 
at, at whatever level we on, let's get to it. And that's that's what I'm about. That's what I need to listen to in music. So, alright, meet Joe Black. Rap Sugar Ray Robinson, nothing sweet. Y'all too out of shape to even box with me. Heavyweight, I know my way around the ring, just like Shorty know her way around the store. Making hits with Hit Boy, all he got to do is hit record. Uh, alright, here go the one that I'm talking to you. And if you feel it, I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, uh, basically, I'm just say this line: the man in him is bringing out the, bringing the kid in you out. Mm. Yeah, y'all jokes <laughs> get hurt. Uh, hey man, that that's that's on you. That's your your arrested development that you got to deal with. Um, <laughs> but 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 I love how you said this, and this is. I don't work this hard to be around people I don't don't like. like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, forty sixteen building. Oh, Porsche already said the first part. I got so many kids. Then he says, um, I got that feeling, uh, like Lionel Richie's ass dancing on the, ass ceiling. On the ceiling. Hope it resembles a Van Gogh when you paint me the villain. <laughs> yeah. mm. I like that one too. <laughs> um, and then dedicated. I see a lot of people try to be who they ain't. We don't want money that fit in the bag. We want the bank. Mm -hmm. Just to spread it around like icing on the cake. So, my mission in life, and I, I'm not afraid to say it, I want to be a millionaire. I've said this for years. And I worked, and I talked to Kill about some things. Some other people know. But it ain't just for the flexing. The more I get, the more people I can help. And that's what he's talking about, just to spread it around like icing on the cake. So, bruh, he's speaking to that 48 year old dude is speaking to me like with a megaphone, man. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Good news. What you got, brother? There are so many. You know what? I actually, I didn't, I didn't write down any quotables, man. But, um, but Nas, everything that he says is is a quotable. He's such a, uh, he's such a wordsmith. I think that he's such a, such a master of the english language like he like Porsche was saying um or somebody was saying about him having that master class like or you could write a paper about his rhymes or the, the, just you know what i mean just just the, just the way that he speaks and like i said it, it, it's so mature and it's so uh evolved he's speaking to like like you know like like, like they was like y'all was saying people our age man you know the four people in their 40s uh uh in their 50s man he's like yeah, but but like I said, he he, he has so many quotables. I didn't I didn't get a chance to write down any, unfortunately. But that's that's just how I, that's just how I feel about him lyrically and his bars and shit, though. You know what I mean? Hey, Yao G's, you the resident MC. I know you got some shit. So many, bro. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> so the first four bars are speechless. I'm 21 years yeah. past the 27 club. It's like I went back into my past and then I spotted Robert Johnson, Winehouse, Morris, and found what heaven was. Heaven on earth, it was magic with no fairy dust. That is crazy to me. First of all, the, 20, the 27 club is uh, just a list of like celebrities and artists who died mm -hmm. in 27, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, there's Amy Winehouse, there's Jimi Hendrix, there's, um, uh, what's his guy, Kurt Cobain. Like all these guys, I'm 21 years past the 27 club. So he's like, I made it. And he says, heaven on earth, this shit was magic with no fairy dust. It's like, cause really being who you are, like just even if, even just being a rapper these days, you are not supposed to last this, last this long, just on earth, yep. period. Right? So that shit just took me for a, for a loop. And I was like, this, this, this nigga's crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, done with, I'm done with the redundancy. Done with the redundancy. I'm done with the redundancy, checking on my history, making content for Viacom, licensed music to Tiffany. That's how like, 
that's how far he's come. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the like he's been making he's been making albums since 1992, 93, and the fact that like now his music is like played in the 54, right? Or like when Tiffany commercials, just like the shit is just like it really is like a badge of honor. Like Nas is really that nigga for keeping. Yeah, it. he is. He just is. Um, when you go to Ugly, when he says, "Damn, big dog." Dove in that water and got hit with a cannonball. Ugly, ugly Christmas sweater. Ugly, ugly Christmas sweater. Party with no Santa Claus. Companies profit off of black trauma. That's ugly. Mad ugly. Just like Shanae and one. Like, <laughs> bruh, bruh. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of 90s TV, black TV as well. I work in television, so it's like, you know, just the that whole song is just full of just quotables. Ugly is just like, like I said earlier, I love. When Nas gets into that type of bag, we're keeping the same theme of the song, and just keeping like the same the same word. He he, he does it on um he does it on Ultra Black too, on Black, Black, yeah. Black, right? So like that that's that that's his that's his twist. Uh, another line on um I said it earlier, but uh, I'm I'm in New York. I I, I put the new in New York. I'm home. All the watches stay on the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, and what else? Uh, Blazing gas like hate like young Haitian Jack. Me and money go together like 80s and crack. And shorty aura like Kamora. Rocking baby fat. I'm dropping bars. I'm dropping bars, nigga, like I'm on stage with smack. Like that just shows you mm-hmm. how like yeah. he's still in tune. Yeah. He's still a yeah. fan of rap. All rap. All rap. Whether whether it be young nigga rap, whether it be old nigga rap, whether it be battle rap, whether it be whatever. He's still if he still is hip hop at its at its very core. And I don't know. It's just, it's, I, 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 I can stop there. There's just so many bars that just caught my caught my attention in this joint. Like I'm just, I'm really just proud of Nas that he put a project out like this. Yeah, bro. What you got, good brother? Man, I got a lot, but I'm gonna keep it short because uh, a lot y'all said a, a, a few of them. But on, um, he said I told Don Lee the street he's fine. Let him hype you. Slow run, beats in the grind. You know, I'm trying to. Uh, Spoken. Um, um, <laughs> we dug it out after we slugged it out. We should be buying acres, adjusting each other's crowns. That was your brother back then. How could you gun him down? You know what I'm saying? That that one really, I think you mentioned that, um, kill, but it, that one really spoke to me. And when he said JMJ seen him coming, wish he ain't hit the buzzer. Marvin Gaye, the young dog, we taking out our brothers. You know what I'm saying? That was, I mean, just fitting for what's going on, going on in the world today. That's that. When I heard that, I'm like, man, that lets you know, like, this wasn't just some throwaway. Sh- this is some shit. Like, yeah, he, he he came up with this recently. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just fitting what happened. So you know what I'm saying. The funny thing with that joint, brother, that you had just said, I thought because if I'm not mistaken, one of his homeboys got killed out in Queens recently. Like there was like something mm-hmm. he was on IG in Queens, like chilling. And then like the next day, somebody affiliated with Knobs was like murdered or something outside of garage or something. Mm-hmm. So when he said that line about we killing our brother, it just made me think of that. So like you said, just with the young golf line, like you could tell this is recent. You know what I mean? So yep. um, yeah, there's that too. You got any other joints or that? That's it. No, nah, that's it, man. I, I got so many, but you know, I don't keep it short and sweet. I think the other thing that I forgot to say is about being in the studio with Hip Boy because I think people don't understand the importance of, you know, getting a beat on the go versus getting a beat when you chilling. You know what I mean? Like getting on the beat when you go, like if y'all was out doing, he got pressed for this, he got fly, he got fly there, and I sent him a beat, 
it may go in one ear and out the other ear. But like when I, when you're sitting here and you got my undivided attention, I got your undivided attention and we are focused in. It's like studying. It's like when you had to study for a test, you had to. I'm it's Naomi in this new generation. I don't fuck with her because she got all A's. I let that nigga study however she desires to study. <laughs> you know, she can study music. Well, I couldn't do that. My pop was like, nigga, turn that shit off. You study yeah. in silence, my nigga. So yeah. it's like when you zoom in and you can focus, but you know, it's hard to focus. I forgot who said it. He said, yo, Stevie Wonder can't make songs in the key of life if this nigga selling sunglasses, he into movies, this nigga over here doing 50 million things. You can't focus and make these incredible these incredible songs. Um, I don't know where to go with this next question. I don't know which one to ask first. All right, let me ask this one first. Do you think that two questions, do you think this dropping has anything to do? Let me back up for a second. What I want to say was this. The great thing I love about Nas Hip Boy, again, is that I feel like Nas is in a pop zone right now. What I mean by that is, from what I've heard about Pac is he just recorded all the time. Yes, he did. He like, did. He just recorded. Like, dude, and I feel like that's what Nas is doing now. He's just recording. He's enjoying it. Usually, we get Nas out every two, three years. Like, yo, if we look at it from King's Disease 2 to Ugly to maybe when King's Disease 3 is coming out, in a 12-month year, not a calendar year, but in a 12-month year, we're going to get three Nas albums. Yeah. Like, that's never happened before. I don't know if Nas has ever been in this kind of recording zone where you're just... I, I, if you ask me, the money is that King's Disease 3 is already done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. we're, just, we're just waiting for that to just come or whatever, so... But here's my question. Do you think Nas dropping this had anything to do with Jay saying nobody could see him in a versus battle? That's the first question. The second question is, do you think Jay-Z right now could drop three back-to-back projects the way Nas did? Of course, what you got? Um, so for the first question, I don't think it's related yeah. to the verses. Um, that's just me. I, I, I just don't... I don't know. I, I don't, I know the history of like, you know, people saying like they, they do things kind of to spite each other a little bit, um, or they, they have a history of doing that, or people think they do what, whatever the conspiracy theories are around that. Um, with this one, I didn't get the impression that it, it had anything to do with what Jay said in a, in a, about verses. And the reason for that is I don't think, I mean, what what Jay-Z is going to put in a versus isn't going to be in the same vein as what Nas is going to put in a... Like, it just, to me, it just doesn't mesh well enough. Like, it's not a direct reflection of how I would have viewed a response to a versus situation. You know, that that's just me. Um, but I, I'm sure that everyone here has better, maybe more insight or better insight than I do. Um, and then to the second question, I absolutely do not think that Jay-Z could put three back-to-back albums um with this much like with the reception being this positive consecutively and the reason for that is i just think jay is not i think he's just not into the music part of his life right now um i think he's got bigger fish to fry i think he has way more um corporate situations to handle um like you said i, I think he's got his hands in a lot of other things that it, it, it the focus that he would need to listen if jay wanted to do it he has the capability to do it he has the quality he's got the bars he's got the ability he's got every single producer at his disposal he could absolutely do it i think 
like I think he's got it in him to do it, but I don't think his life situation allows for that. If that makes sense, yep. um, I just think he. I just think it's just too corporate for him right now, and the music will not have like his heart's not in the music like that right now. Um, maybe eventually, maybe we'll see that um, you know in a couple of years or something with Jay. But I think right now, not happening. I think it does have something to do with the verses because Jay was very. I mean, Jay was Jay. He was being very arrogant. Nobody can see me on no versus stage. Nobody could do it. And I just think, and I could be 100% wrong. I just think now I was like, yo, let's drop this shit. Like, let's shut all this shit down. Let everybody talking about Jay. He was trending for like three days. Let's shut that shit down. We gonna shut that shit down with this. The way Nas is talking, I told y'all niggas, I'm in rare form. Like that nigga is talking his shit. Like he's not just saying it with the rhymes. He's also talking shit in the ad lib. Like yo, niggas ain't seeing me out here, my nigga. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just not. So I think it did have something to do with Jay talking that shit. Um, yeah, you know I mean, what what Mar- uh, Burn? You you my wire brother. What um what uh what would Marlo say? Let's go talk to Junebug. He's been talking that shit. <laughs> he's been talking that shit. You know, oh, man. go go make his corners <laughs> rain for a couple of days, Chris and Snoop. Like, like, yeah, time to step the juke on to talk about oh, shit. God. Like, I think niggas was in the studio like, yo, man, let's shut this J shit down. Let's let's shut this down. <laughs> now the two, the second question, fuck no, J ain't coming back to back with no three albums like this. Number one, here's the thing, and y'all made a great point. When I think of Nas, I think of an MC first. Jay told us, yep. I'm a hustler. I'm not a rapper. Who just happens to rap. That's what the difference is. Nas is an MC first and foremost. Jay is a hustler who just happens to rap. You know He's what I great. mean? So Jay is, I think what excites Nas is the reception and making music like this. I think what is the, I guess what's the equal to that for Jay is acquiring a new company. I think that's what get Jay Jay's off right now. I think that's what you want to get Jay's dick hard. Buy a new company, sell title, flip some money. Dude, I don't brought this. I done sold that. You know what I mean? So, and not just three back to back dope projects. Because what I would would not that I was shocked at, but Vern, when you was like, "Yo, I'm fucking with this Nas album," I was like, "Wow, this shit is really yeah. speaking to him because he's yeah. not a big Nas fan." So. It's not just three back-to-back dope albums, but it's three to back-to-back albums that speak into to to an older generation. And I think Jay is just so far gone from that. Yeah, you know what I mean. That he wouldn't be able to speak to us per se. I, I guess he'd be talking about how to invest, but you know, you got that whole "Would you rather half a million or lunch with Jay Z?" and niggas be killing Idiot. me with us for Jay Z. Like, okay, Idiot. cool. Um, yeah. But so that that would be my answer. Yeah, w- w- I'm, I'm intrigued because Jay is your goat. So yes, yes. Um, the first the first thing, do you think this was a drop in response to Jay talking that shit like Junebug? I, I don't. <laughs> I, I I don't think it was per se. Um, however, I do think that Nas. I think Nas purposely didn't tell anybody about it the day before because. Jay has a tendency of trying to come up with something the same way as not. 
mm-hmm. historically. Like that's just mm-hmm. it, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm not lying about that. That's like a, it's not hyperbole. He, he does that all the time. Every time Nas announces something he's about to do, all of a sudden Jay Z got a single coming out, or Jay Z got a joint coming out, or I'm with Beyonce, or Unplugged. After you know, it's just shit like that he'd be doing. So I think purposely Jay, Nas was like, okay, I, I'm gonna keep this the streets. And I think purposely because he was he's not necessarily afraid, but he didn't want Jay to know, know his next move. Um, yeah. You know what, y'all? And let me throw another question at you too. And of course, I'll come back to you for your answer. Sure. Do you think I forgot who said it earlier? Do you think Jay is pacing around the house right now? I do. <laughs> I oh, definitely yeah. do. I definitely do because I, I, one thing I one thing around the house. One thing we all know about Jay is Jay is still a competitor at at, at heart. Even though he's a hustler, he still likes to compete. And even if you look at Jay's history, he's never he, he even even the young boys that he had under him, he would never let them overtake him. He never he never could like. He just couldn't give the game away to anybody. You know what I mean? He just couldn't, couldn't give rap away to anybody. He still had to put out albums. He still had to put out joints. So I definitely think Jay's got Jay's in his lab right now, like wavering right now. Like, yo, should I put something out? Should I lock in on the album? He might have called no ID, like, yo, come through the studio. And like, like, like poor shit. He literally has everything at his disposal and he could do it. But I don't think Jay is capable. Not as capable. I don't think Jay wants to put out three projects within a span of a year and a half. And it's have too to it's a it's, it's, it's a lot. It's 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 it's, it's going to be a lot for him to do. It's going to take and it's going to take away from his business ventures and things like that. And I think I think he's really locked in on that, like you said, Kill. But like I said, I do think Jay Z is definitely in the shower thinking of his dopest <laughs> rhymes right now. <laughs> oh God. I hope he comes better with something than that old B, but not the new B. But I did yo, it with the old yo, B. Yo, you know, yo, kill. It's mad funny you said that because my man Jamar called me yesterday and said the, the exact bars you're saying. He's like, yo, we don't want to hear that. Like, he's like, the way Nas is talking to us, we want to hear Jay talk to us like the way Nas is talking. Yep. To us. Yeah. You know what I'm like, I don't want to hear about one B, two B, billions, Beyonce, none of that. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. to me like a grown ass man. Talk to me about what you're going through. Talk to me about fatherhood in your fifties. Talk, talk to me about shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on with you in, in your personal life? And not to yep. say he didn't, do that, he didn't do that on four, 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 because he did. He did touch on that. But the, the Nas is talking about, and maybe, the, maybe Nas is talking about. Regular nigga shit. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Here's the thing. Quick Higher question. Level. When was four four four? I suck with dates. How many years are we back with four? Yeah. That, that three years ago? Four years ago? Three, three years four ago? years ago? Three years. Okay. okay. Uh, okay. I'll tell you. I want to say 2017, 18. And the thing that I want to just pay for folk watching too is that you got to realize Nas rich too. Yeah. So this yeah. this this so it is it, not gonna. It can't just be, oh, well, you know, Jay can't do it because he's rich now. He's not living in Marcy. Well, Nas ain't living in Queensbridge. Nas is rich, too. And he's but like, but, but, but like, Nas, like Nas said, Nas still pull up to the baby shower with some of the OGs. He said in the hour, I still pull up to the baby shower and chill and have a couple Coronas. Jay don't mm-hmm. do that. He's not in that space. Yeah. Yeah. He don't Leave feel like cool. that's him. Yeah. Right. So, so, know, is Jay like probably said, never did it even before he was, before he was Jay-Z today. I don't may, think may, that's maybe, in his makeup. Maybe, but, that's not like his I, makeup. Like I said, I, as a competitor, Jay yeah. is definitely crafting some rhymes in his head. It, 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 it could be just one rhyme. Just one rhyme that he wants to be ridiculously dope. You know what I'm saying? But he's in, he, not, not to say he's under pressure, but he wants to compete. Just just at his very nature is what he wants to do. So you so think Jay can do three albums back to back on this? No, one? I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he could. But I, I do think he, could, he. He might try to put out one out. Definitely. All right. Cool. Cool. Good news. What you think? You think number one did this drop because of Jay talking that shit? 
is Jay home steaming in the shower, and can Jay put out three back-to-back albums like that? All right. Well, the first question is funny that you say that because I forget what what podcast it was on, but it was Havoc, and he was talking about how Nas has a real slick way of uh, uh, dissing people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cause I, I didn't know that Nas was uh, I don't know who Nas was coming at on that track um, Thug Life is Mine With uh, with Mob Deep Okay it's mine on um, Yeah I know the joint you're talking about mm-hmm. Yeah but he was he was saying like Yeah they, they didn't know that Nas was, was, was coming at somebody So it's funny that you said You know Nas has a real funny way of You know responding and, 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 and dissing cats But um, uh, 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 What was the second question? The second question, question is, is Is Jay steaming right now? Is Jay trying to Is yeah. Jay calling Just Blaze and no ID yeah. Like yo send me some shit Hell yeah, definitely be man, because like um uh, I think Rec was saying how um historically Hove is always Hove is always coming out with projects, you know, as soon as Nas is dropping them. So, you know, Nas is you know kind of keeping this quiet, man. So he was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna put this out. But um Yeah, Hove the third is do you think Jay can come do you think Jay Z could drop three back to back projects like this to be at this four and a half because it seems like that's what we do a consensus of the of the trilogy it's mm-hmm. like averaging like a four and a half do you think jay could give you a trilogy of albums right now that could Jay's, be um, his output his output is is, is is not like that so um I, I i i could see him maybe putting out one and i don't see it having the impact um of any of Nas's albums at at this point in uh, Jay Z's life, you know, what I mean? yep. only because of his focus. Like everybody's been saying, he's he's more in the business ventures now than uh, focusing on the music. You know, he, he's not really tapped in with the uh, with the people. And, and, and even when Hov does appear on Futures, he still rhymes like he's he's above above he, you, yeah, he's above you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he 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 he's still like not able to relate. Uh, you know, to the people. So no, nah, I don't. I don't think Ho would be able to pull off a three album, three yeah, albums yeah. in the year, and had the same impact that that Nas had. And it's funny because with that DJ Khaled joint with with Jay and Nas, I heard Nas say when he heard Jay's verse, he ripped up his verse and started again. I ain't like Nas verse on that shit either. So I'm like, well, goddamn, what, what did the first verse sound like that you ripped it up because you were so impressed by the by the bees that you had to go back and see some of that I, I don't know if Nas I think Nas just still be like fucking with Jay like be slap boxing <laughs> with that nigga like yeah that yeah. nigga ain't throw no rhyme up or whatever like that it's like we gonna play fair or whatever uh bro what do you think do you think well you know three questions <laughs> yeah um I don't know that first question I don't know man like possible you know what I'm saying um I do know that I feel like he didn't, he's dropped it as a surprise because he, he knows that Jay-Z always drops stuff around time and he put stuff out. Like, it's happened so many times. It's not a coincidence no more, bro. Like, now, I suck. It now, y'all know me. Times, I'm old. Bro. My memory sucks. When are some times that Jay has done that? Bro, he, he dropped. He just did it. He, yeah, he just did. Like, I know King Z's one came out and... What did he drop? Someone Beyonce King soundtrack or something? Yeah, the Carter. <laughs> when the, Nas had dropped. Yeah, Nas some Carter's drop. Nas dropped something. Then a single drop. Oh was, shit! Was like so many times. It was that. 
Because we know Nas drops out. It was say Nas would say it before it dropped. Like so, it would be. It was what happened, y'all. Kings and the Carter. That was it. That was Carter. Same day. Yeah, but Nas Nas had announced his. And the Carter dropped first. Yeah. Then then all of a sudden, Carter just dropped. And then we got. And then we got Nas. Here come the Carter. And then when Stillmatic was coming out, Jay Z decided he's gonna put out the unplugged album and singles that he's done. You know what I mean? Even I want to say Kings Disease too. I think Jay dropped the dropped the, he dropped the first single. Single. Not, a single, either Lost Tapes or Kings Disease Two, where Nas was dropping and Jay dropped like a single with somebody, and it was just like, "Yo, my nigga, what what is that about?" You know what I'm saying? What is that? Um, so I'm happy Nas yeah. Nas decided to keep this keep this low low key until the day before. I, mm-hmm. I I was so even if you look at not to go off tangent here, even if you look at the, the, the uh, album art of Magic, it just it really is like. Nas and his like young, he seems invigorated, like his young, yeah. his young self. Yeah, right. I meant to mention it earlier, but that was one of my points that I, that I wanted to mention because it's so frank. When niggas sent me that, I was like, "Is this a bootleg?" Like, nigga, this don't even look like this album cover. Like, niggas was like, "Kill you, hype for this?" I'm like, "Fuck, right. is this a Nas bootleg?" Like, nah, this new Nas album. I'm like, "Is this the cover?" Like, but right. um, oh, I'm sorry. So, well, can can Jay make three back to back? Um. He has the skill to do it, but he will not. He won't do it, and I don't think at this point in his career that uh, he can three like at this short of a span. Jay Z, no, no, I, I don't think so. And then I don't right, think so, the so formula. That's a good point. That's oh. a good point. How about one? I think it's one is possible, but I. But my my thing is though, I don't think the formula would be the same, and yep. I think that will mess it up. I don't think he's going to speak. To us, like now speaking to us now. I think a lot of people. I think Jay's going to get a bunch of the top producers. It's going to be like a yep, you know, a collection. It's not. I don't think he's going to lock in with one guy. Do you together? That that should. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I don't think he talks down to us to some people. So I don't think, you know, I think the how we were saying Nas is speaking to us. I don't know if Jay does that now. Okay. For us at our age, you know what I'm saying? I don't th- I don't know if he relates to us and talks to us as grown men going through life situations and health and your children and stuff like that. I don't think he yep. talks to us like that. So I don't think it's gonna resonate. It might be dope, but I don't, I don't know. Oh, All right, Bro, what about you? Um, to answer your first question, I'm going to quote Fonte. I'm so unbothered. What's the roar to a dandelion? Nah, um, I don't think that, you know, he did that to, to quell Jay. Now, of course, he wants to get at Jay, so, but no, nah, I don't think that. Secondly, um, what'd you ask? Second one is Jay steaming right now. Like, yo, this nigga, I got to get this nigga. He's steaming, yeah, because that's who he is. And just know that <clears throat> Jay Z is one of the greatest MCs ever. But he ain't a man of the people. This is leading to my third question. He he can't put three albums out. He can't. I'm gonna just say he can't because he's not focused enough. Jay Z is, is the machine now, man. You know, admit it or don't. Jay Z is part of the machine. The, the Beyonce, Jay, all that billionaire whole. I, I, I never call him that, so 
I hate that I even came out my mouth. But um, no nah, um, nah, he can't do it. Cause cause he cause right. see cause cause like you said, Nas is is rich, very rich. He's wealthy. He ain't rich. He's wealthy. But he he always kept boots on the ground, and 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 it comes through in his music. Jay Jay Z been slapping us with his money since forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Rack, what about you? Uh, so first question was, um, was this drop in no, retaliation? I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Nas was gonna drop it secretly, secretively, but I don't think it had anything to do with Jay Z saying whatever he said i don't even know what the fuck he said to be honest with you but i don't think it had nothing he to basically was saying nobody could fuck with him in the verses i think I what mean, just stuck it, in my mind is that this nigga dropped ether on this nigga birthday like to me that's the ill as this yeah that's that's what you're saying so, that's what you're supposed to the level of pettiness with nas i don't put nothing past that nigga i don't care how many times they done got on stage then do they handshake and fucking salute yeah. each other <laughs> nigga i dissed your yeah. ass yeah. on your, on your birthday fucking- it's like Mike M said on the Boondocks. I got you from the from the from the uh, from the deathbed, nigga. Some of that stuff never leaves. You could be yeah. cool, dap it up. No, yeah. oh, yeah. that they said to each I other. I down ether on your yeah. birthday. Yeah. You you yeah. you you go on record and put that you done smash my baby moms in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, never, forgiving back. You, I'm never forgiving you. And I got oh, look. Look, how my man said, I got hate for niggas like you. <laughs> I can't forgive you. I can't forgive you on that one, bro. I'm sorry. It's Farrakhan. Um, uh, any other preacher you want to... No. No. Ain't no dap. Ain't no saluting. Ain't none of that. Ain't no business. Nah, bro. That is... Big rotten faggot. Like, that's like... Right. You a dick rotten faggot? Listen, you, like what? That's like fighting. Those fighting words, bro. That's fighting words. That's fighting words. Sorry. And on your birthday, you was probably in the club with your girl, and and I'm telling you, yeah. So I don't put no level of payment. Yeah, Yo, Owens, Owens, Owens When they first heard it, they was yeah, it was in the club. They was in the club. When they first heard, you imagine yeah, that, bro? No, like, no, I remember Jay on that interview with Angie Martinez. That nigga was dead. His soul was eaten. I never heard Jay Z sound so defeated. He did sound in that interview on Angie Martinez, man. You know what I mean? And, and again, I just coming from where I'm from, niggas never forget shit like that. Niggas never forget shit like that. We may smile for the cameras, but I just found out that Monica punched Brandy behind stage one time, right before they was about to perform the boys' yeah. lot. Like, yo, this shit, we could yeah. perform on stage right after I snuffed your ass, but like, it, it ain't sweet. Yeah. Um, So, Rhett, can, yeah. can Jay make three back-to-back albums? Um, or make no. one, make one, because we know Jay's not... To make three back-to-back albums, Jay would literally have to be like, Tata here, you run Rock Nation for the next six, seven months. So I can just sit down and we all know that's not gonna happen. So no. do you think he can make one? No. Okay. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, Jay has not done one album with one producer, correct? No, he just did the 444 with no ID. I, I no ID, say... no ID did all of that? That was yeah. all no ID? Yeah. That was all no ID. All right, so okay. what? Twenty-seven years into his career, he did one album with one producer. Right. No. 
Yeah, nope. and, and, and Jay Z reminds me of the dad who don't spend time with his kids. So yep. all he going all he gonna do is just go spend no a lot money of money. Yeah, yeah, no money. Yeah, yeah, and, and, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Right. Jay, Jay wow. is Jay is not Nas, and Vern said it best. Nas is the people's champ. Like he p- people champion champion him for the things that he does, for the person he is. The only thing that people can say about Jay Z that they like is the fact that he's got a bunch of fucking money <laughs> and that he does all these other things. Now he may do things in the community that we just don't see. It's yeah. possible. I'm not saying that that's not the case, but to yeah. the naked eye, to you know, a Martian coming to Earth for the first time, when you ask him about Jay Z, he's not gonna look at him and be like, "Yeah, this guy's for the people." That's not the first thing gonna come out of his mouth. You know. Right. So, right. so no, I, I do not think that uh, I do not think that Jay uh, is capable at this point in his life and career of of doing that. All right. Now here's a big question: Where was Nas on your goat list? <laughs> prior to the trilogy and has he moved up any has he moved up has he stayed the same since the trilogy because to be honest with you i honestly can't think off the top of my head the last time an mc or group hell even a singer has given me three back-to-back albums that are just all flat out incredible i can't even think of the last time that that's happened. I mean, we going back to Gangstar with with Stephanie Arena, Delhi Operation, Hard to Earn. You know, we ain't even get that from PCL. We only got two albums. You know, so even in the golden era of hip hop, it was very hard to come out with three. We're going back to EPMD now. We're we're we're, we're teetering on the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. So we're looking at almost 30 years since someone has been able to do what Nas has just done. Has he moved up? Porsche, where is Nas on your goat list? Where was he and has he moved up or has he stayed the same? So Nas is my second, um, like, all-time list. Um, He's number two and uh, he hasn't moved up or down. He's just stayed the same. Um, I think this just cements it. It doesn't really affect the ranking. It just cements the ranking, right? So it's like now how does someone else kind of push past that, um, you know, it, it for me. Um, but no, like Nas has been number two. He'll, he's cemented at number two and that's just it. All right. Yeah. This is going to be hard for me to say, y'all. <laughs> Nas has been at my three spot for probably the past 10 years. It's been Biggie, Jay, and Nas. I'm gonna say some shit that I may have to renege on later. So don't everybody don't quote <laughs> me because I may have to renege on this shit. Hey, at least you prefaced it. Hey, I, I hey, we gonna go into me. I will say I was wrong. I have no problem saying I was wrong. I always tell yep. people I hope I'm wrong. Cause if I what did I tell y'all niggas, I hope I'm wrong about Ben Simmons. And I say that, you ain't. I ain't never say I wanna be right. I said I hope I'm wrong, because if I'm right, we're fucked. And what are we? Fucked. So um I don't like being right at 47 anymore. Um, I'm gonna have to say Nas is my number one. I'm gonna have to say after the trilogy that he has moved up. Big will always have that place in my heart. Um, but I just think at a at a at a certain point I had to ask myself, is Big my number one out of the love and the admiration and everything he brought to the game? And that's true, but I also I, I don't know if you put an asterisk on it because he passed away. I, I don't know what I'm doing with it, but I'm just saying. Now and again, I may you may catch me on another day and I, I say something else, but I actually really put some thought into this. 
I want to. Well, I'll say this: bare minimum, he's number two. Bare minimum, he. So for me, he did move up. He moved past Jack. You know what I'm saying? The, the, is he gonna move past Big? I don't know. But putting out these back-to-back albums, and God forbid, of King's Disease Three, is is anything <laughs> like this? Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I think. Maybe I'll say that. Let me come back at that. Let, let's so, see if he leaves wrong big. So, so I have a question for you, Kill, when you're done. Yes, sir. All right. So so if he's at your number two and Big is at your number one, what keeps Big at your number one with two albums? And it's just a question. I ain't leaning left or right. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just very curious. Right. I think the thing with Big with two albums is the thing is, is that, number one, I fell in love with mixtape big first. So people leave okay. out all the mixtapes. They leave out the come on, motherfucker, come on, the Lord Finesse yeah, one with X. They don't know about Think they Big with Fudge the Fat Bastard. Oh, they don't Lord, know about Lord, Dreams Lord, of Fucking Arms. That's the first time I heard that sample chop like that. Right. You so that's the thing. Like Big had so much more than just the two albums. I mean, we're talking about the verses on Junior Mafia. We're talking about writing for little Kim, writing for a whole goddamn crew of fucking junior mafia. You wrote two albums for two with three. I don't even know how many people was in Junior Mafia. How about this, y'all? Hip hop trivia. How many motherfuckers in Junior Mafia? Because I don't know. I just know Little Seeds and I think the nigga named Crook. No, that's Crooked. There's a nigga with um with uh with Cheek Delvecchio. There's my God, Cheek Delvecchio. And and then there's somebody like 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 most of us can't name if we had a million dollars on the table because if somebody said kill here's a million dollars name everybody in junior mafia after little it's season nine. and it's, it's, nine nine? The pro, it's nine people in the promo press you wow. I, could, I, could. So, I, I, I could not name i could not, not name seven of them yeah. niggas but to answer your question, right? I think it was just everything Big brought to the game. The flow, seeing the graduation of Big going from, you know, ready to die, give me the loop Big, the unbelievable Big, the way that he was able to take Bone style that I hated and, and flip it and made me love it. And, you know, Big to me was just so incredible of an MC. And I mean, I get it, you know, Beasel call him the Bo Jackson, the hip hop, like, you know, we don't know what Bo would have become and everything yeah, like that. I get that, but I just think Big made so many in the time that in the short time that he was here from party and bullshit up to, you know, um real niggas do real things. Like that's what I mean about that mixtape big. Like, you know, most yeah. niggas I say real niggas do real things, they'll know what I'm talking about. No, not at all. So I just thought about something, man. We only had big for roughly five years. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. And, and, and when you and, 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 and listen, and, that that that's no, a crazy. Thing. No, I think I think it also because we didn't we really didn't expect Nas and Jay or anybody to be rapping longer than five to ten years. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit was not it was an anomaly back then. Rappers putting their albums out in their 30s was an anomaly back then. People weren't doing that shit. So I think when you have that and then you think about Big's impact and the type of impact he had between the ages of 19 and 24. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's the reason why I paid. I don't think Nas can move up. Nas can't. Nas, I'm not sure if I, I can move Nas up to any age with Tess Pat. Yeah, you're I'm right. You're right. I, 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 I was about to jump out the window, y'all. I was about to jump out the window. Let me bring that back. I, Nas, I, did I jump, Nas did jump over Jay. Because even when I'm thinking, when me and my people go back and forth about Big and Jay, it's usually that argument. And I'm like, yo, I've seen a DJ play three hours of Big Sits. And 
club bangers, and it never and it never makes you stop. Like I don't know if a D and again for somebody else. Again, we all have our own personal scale of what we look at and what we care about. Somebody else sitting at home like kill. I don't care if a DJ can play Val Mantra for five hours in the club. He's my number one. That's cool. You know what I mean? But it's just the amount of uh, music that Big made. Again, you put on unbelievable. If you're fucking with people my age, the whole room is gonna lose their mind. With you know what Yo, I mean? My wife, my wife knows every single word of unbelievable. I was sitting here, I played this shit, and I saw her literally spitting every lyric, and I was like, I didn't even know you knew this shit like that. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, and love her even more. Look at that, yeah. And that's listen. That that was listen. Hip hop was a requirement in my relationship. That shit is not yeah, not negotiable at all. But like to, to, that shit was just like enlightening for me. Like that let me know that Big's impact was his reach was far greater than I than I ever even imagined. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even right. know my wife was into Big like that. She don't play Big songs on, 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 on like on the on the no, on the man, radio. Man, on the radio. Know it. I do. You know what I'm saying? I do. But it was on. I was sitting here. The TV was on, and she was just like, just you just spilling like. I'm like, wait a minute. And you know the crazy thing about that, you know, that a woman knows that bar for bar. And this is this ain't no radio song. This is fucking B-side. DJ Premier. Nah, this this ain't talking B-side. about you know the 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 the, the um, remix the um Porsche. What's your Juice. favorite joint? Your big joint with Mary and uh, Faith. One more chance. Yeah, one more chance. Uh, like you, and again, I'm not trying to disrespect any women. The average woman. You expect them to know the one more chances, the, the radio songs. You don't expect them to know unbelievable. You know what I mean? So again, so I will say this. Let me take it back. He has moved up over Jay. He's at number two. He was at number three. Okay. That's where he's at for me. I was gonna say. As and I know I, I always tell you I fluctuate between Big and Jay as far as my number one and two. But I can't put I just can't put Nas over Big. I just can't. Yeah, you know what I mean? Me you know what I'm saying? I, it's just, just for me. Now, over hey, the hey, 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 this is why I keep smarter people around me. Y'all brought me back. I was yeah. about to jump yeah. out the window. Now, 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 with, with I saw the big. disappointment in Porch's face. You know what I mean? I, I, I can tell you my heart actually, I was literally thinking, I'm going to have to have a conversation with Kill off air. Wow. Like, we're going to need to talk about that. I know Porch so well. I head tilted to like the side. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Let me, let me, let me <laughs> think about this. Let me bring this back for a minute. So, yes, yes. Nas has leapfrogged Jay, but with, I do with, think. With that, said, with that said, the, re- the reason, another reason why I think I might have to leapfrog Nas over Jay, and it, it was tough for me to do too, because you know how I feel about Jay. Bruh, you listen, Rec, you listen, here's the thing. Get my fucking temperature over there, boy. What's wrong with you? Hey, look, I'm I'm just coming over cold. I'm coming over cold if you don't know what's happening. You know okay, what I'm listen, Rec. Look, I, I I know you fairly well now. You over here yeah. talking about Jay. And, and, and Rec, you know me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. We've had we we've had alcoholic beverages in a hard standing building together. Yeah, I know. No question, no question. I thought randomly, I fucking ran into ran into Rec in Houston. Too tall, niggas. Too tall. Random. <laughs> y'all think I'm tall. I'm telling you, if you see Rex, you're going to think he plays stretch four for the Rockets. I promise you, yo. I promise you. So, so the thing the thing about reason why I'm, I think I moved Nas over Jay, and, it's, and I think the thing that's inevitable right here is that post-Blueprint Stillmatic, Nas has easily had the better catalog. Easily. Far and away. Like when you think about Godson. I, I know people are not 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 into uh, the double album like that, but I love Nas's double album. I love this. I, I love the collaborative he had with, with Damian Marley. Then the nigga album. Mm, then okay. Life Is Good. You know what I'm saying? Like 
Jay has not put out enough music since then. And even the music he's put out with Blueprint 3, which I liked. But he's got, I don't say does, but Magna Carta was not a great piece of body of work. It hasn't aged well. I think I think a lot of Nas's music has aged far better. Like I said, mm. post, post-stillmatic Blueprint, post the beef. I think a lot needs to be said about that because Nas has been consistent. He might have a couple of duds here and there. Nas here's a dud. Uh, so it's uh, really just me and North? Bro, he I, the only I, two people who like that I, album? I, I, yes. I, I, I literally loathe that album. There's one song. There's, I was so mad. I was so angry, yo. Like, the only song I have... I, here's how you know I'm angry about that. I, I only have one song on my Apple Music from that album. I have one song. What's the song? Bonjour. I think Bonjour. Damn, niggas ain't, even, niggas ain't even like Cop Shot the Kid. It sounded I know, I know. I know one person was, who did. It was a bad... It, it sounded bad. forced. It was forced. Like, it's a I thought that shit was crazy. I was like, yo, why did I never think to use that? The cop shot the kid and the old, old it, it, uh, it, it, It's a dope thing. But, but Nas, Nas wasn't spilling on there like that. I think Bonjour is a very plush, very I elegant, like, like luxurious song yeah. from yeah. top to bottom. You know what I'm saying? Lyrics, yeah. Tony Williams, the beat. Everything w- was crazy on that, on that, but everything else on that project, I literally had to take off my fucking out of music. I don't, I don't yeah, do that with albums. That may be a good way to look at the game. Post uh, the beef, so post Stillmatic and post Blueprint. Like that may Bro, be a good way to start looking at the game. It's evident. Nas Nas has put out more music and he's put out better music. Better, it's yep. evident. Yeah. Okay. I never thought yeah, about it. Like yeah, I was saying it. Then it means something to me. Cause. All right, all right. So he, he <laughs> frogged that. Bro, where did you have Nas on your list? Oh, so he ain't going nowhere. Okay, so he's still. I had oh, I had him one, and he's still number one. But I, I want to get some insight on like, like, just like the whole Biggie. Thing. Like when I talk, when they say the whole storms and all that, yo, like his impact. I'm gonna give you a story. Like my my mom was not in the rap at all, and I was playing the double album and more money, more problems on. Right. So of course she heard that and she would like it because that's Diana Ross. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she went and purchased the CD. She liked it so much, and I'm in, in the house and she's listening to like niggas bleed. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it is, Rel, about about that album, that entire album? That shit is mixed impeccably. It yeah, just it sounds great. Sound yeah, sound yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so even like like that should that should be on in the background and it's, it just sounds so good. A lot of a lot of old people won't even pay attention to the lyrics because the music sounds that good. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. And she loves that. You know what I'm saying? And I think Big is just I don't I can't explain. He's just different. His impact his impact is what makes him one of the best ever with only having those two albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, impact, like Biggie was John Coltrane. Right? You wasn't putting no name next to his except Pop. But I know on the East Coast, we wasn't putting next to him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big was that guy and he will always be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Nas is just my favorite rapper. So that's my, you know, that's my choice you know what i'm saying but i understand when people say nobody's going to leap 
from Biggie because like that impact was just was just crazy. I mean, I you know I told the story. I stole the car to go get the seat. You know, I ain't gonna get yeah, into that again. But you done risk life and limb for Biggie. So. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. I understand. Oh, yeah, I think, I think with a lot of with a lot of times with folk, I feel like with big, you had to be there. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah. I think people who may have not have been there can understand it. But when I'm getting into those conversations, and it's a certain age gap, because I always talk about this on Twitter. People are like, "Kill, I'm your age. How old are you? I'm 41, nigga. You ain't my fucking age. You six years younger than me, nigga. When I was in 12th grade, you were in fucking seventh grade, my nigga. And we are and not the same. And that's real. You gotta go back. You gotta go back to high school years. That's those are the most impressionable years for yes. you as a, as a hip hop yes. listener. There's yep. no more years that are gonna be more impressionable than those years. Yep. You're gonna and you said this to me, Kill. I believe niggas that listen to. Okay, Illmatic came out in 94, right? If you were 15, you listen to that album way different than a nigga who was 12. You just yeah. do. And it's the, it's the reason why that same 12 year old when he turned 15, fuck, it was written more than Illmatic and why the nigga who liked Illmatic is not really too keen on it, it was written. Yeah. That that three, it's only a three year age gap. But when you're that young, it's the impressionable. It's, it's, right. it's the impression that it makes on you. You know what I'm saying? And so, what happens is when you, once we're all working and married with kids, we all just kind of blur in together. And it's just it's like, same thing. Yeah. and it's just like, nigga, you, nigga, you 41. You are not my age. Stop yep. it. Like, you're right. not. And I said this on Twitter the other day because niggas was like, bigging up crisscross again. Like, they're legends. And I'm like, see, this lets me know that you are fucking 10 years younger than me. Because guess what? Yeah. When crisscross came out and I'm 16 and you're six, I get why you fucking love these two little yeah. niggas because you were right. six. <laughs> you I'm know what I mean? But don't yeah, try probably. to tell me I'm 16, 17. I, we thought crisscross was whack. Jump was Word. okay, but wasn't nobody playing jump at the fucking neighborhood hood party? You know what I'm saying? Or oh, I missed the fucking bus. But I get it because if you were six, then maybe you felt like I missed the bus. This is your thing because you really oh, missed the bus. Oh, man. Yo, why is that yeah, never, stuck ever, in my ever, head? Ever, and ever, I damn killed. What? I missed the exactly. bus. The new, it, it, with that stupid ass dance right there. Like, stop <laughs> um, you know, What about you? Where was Nas on your list? And has he moved or uh, is, has he stayed put after this trilogy? Yeah, Nas was, he was always in my top five. And um, I never really gave him much thought until just now about how you said how after these, after the trilogy, has he moved up on my list? And I would have to say he has yeah. moved up. Now y'all know that uh Redman is my is my number one. He's my favorite rapper, you know what I'm saying? But um right. you know, I, I still feel that Nas, even though Redman is my favorite rapper, Nas is a is, is way more he's a way more cultured rapper than Redman is. You know what I mean? He, he he's more of a um so for for instance, let me ask favorite, you a question. Favorite do, better. Do you have do you have a goat list and a favorite list? Like for instance, I know Michael Jordan is the goat, but Allen Iverson is my favorite. So I have like shit. White chocolate Jason Williams is one of my top five favorite NBA players, but I would never put him in a goat conversation. You oh, know. Okay. So do you? But you may not have that. That's why I'm just asking. Nah, I don't, some, I don't, okay, I don't you just have your favorite. Okay. So Nas yeah. was in your top five. Has he yeah. moved up after the trilogy? Okay. He. I, 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 like I said, I never gave much thought about it, but yeah, I, I would say I would have to say that he has because out of all the rappers on my top five, um, he he is the most he is the most consistent, and and to this day, to this day, you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, he is still putting out high powered music and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, like 
in my top five, I got Redman, I got Buster, I got ODB, I got Nas, and I got Jay. Out of out of those five people in that in that in that group, Nas is still the one that's putting out. He's still putting out music and relevant music, not just some some, some shit that you know. Some you know they, they these guys they sometimes put out albums now. Yeah, and you don't know nothing about it. But he's still putting out shit at a, at a high level out of the guys on my top five. So I never really gave it much thought, but he might have to move up. Uh, right. I don't know about number one. Right, I but, feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I, let me just say, because we talked the other night, I love you. It got Old Dirty in your top five. I love that. I think Old Dirty doesn't get enough love um, out here um, in East Hip Hop Streets. Vern, what about you? I know you really don't do lists. Yeah, I only have, have I only have lists and records because of y'all show. This, this show. <laughs> Otherwise, I just have people I like. Um, well, have, have you like? Do you like Nas more? I like Nas more, and I'm going to go back and listen to stuff that I only have a cursory knowledge of. No, well, don't listen to Nasir because obviously no, I, no, I, know, I know that album. Yeah, that's the okay. album we was on on the on the show for two hours. All right, with Bezo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh God. Oh man. Yeah, that's the part about that show is me and him argued for about an hour and a half, and oh, both games are show y'all. Yeah, yeah. They argued. We argued for an hour and a half. And literally was like, I give it a three and a half. And it's like, nigga, then what the fuck did we just argue? I'm expecting you to give it five nights. Man, Bezo had me sweating like... Pissed off sweating because oh um, man, I, was like, I, I, I hit you one kill like yo, y'all, I, I, like, y'all still so good? Watch, I love you, good brother. I tell this story all the time. <laughs> man. We were coming back from VA. It was me, Bezo, and my man Jace, and he was like, "Yo, what is y'all favorite Mob Deep song?" And I said, "Quiet Storm." No, I said, "Shook." I said, "Quiet Storm." My man Jace said, "Quiet Storm," and Bezo said, "Nah, y'all fucking wrong." It's fucking <laughs> <cooking. laughs> I said, hey, man, how are you going to tell me? My favorite song. Oh, is shit. And me and Jason just looked at each other like, yo, this is a good one. is hilarious. I was like, yo, how do you ask somebody who is your favorite actor? And you'd be like, this up, like, wrong. Are you serious? Oh, man. Okay. All right. So. Yeah, just don't listen to Nasir, but yeah, go back and dig in the crates. But obviously, yep. that didn't do it for nobody. But me and the I don't even, is North his daughter? I don't even yes. know. Yes. Okay, yes. me and the daughter like this. Um, Kim didn't even like it. Breck, um, does Nas move? Where was he on your list? Does he move up? Shout out Bezo, man. I'm sorry. Bezo, who literally had me spin around in my chair. Like that That's where it came that from. Episode. That was that episode. When I, when I spun around oh, in my chair, because I was just like, I quit. I give up. I'm I give sorry. up. I'm sorry. I was I was I was back there, man. Um so Nas for me, uh he's in my top three. Uh kind of like everybody, you know, the the, the Top three everybody has, you know, your Jay, your, your Nas, your Big. Um, I don't. I would have him at a number two. Uh, I would probably have Big first. Um, I don't think that this trilogy moves him, but I'm gonna have to go back, listen to it, and, and come back and say, okay, whether well, or not I need to reassess that. And I asked the question uh, earlier because I, I kind of feel the same way. Like that that small time that he was here, the impact. Like you can't deny, um, so that's why I asked. Um, but it, it's today, right now, reach, right? With yeah, big, yeah, yeah, reach is super important, and I don't yeah. think people really understand. A lot of people don't really understand how that plays into 
impact. Like it really goes hand in hand. It yeah. that reach is what kind of sets big apart from a lot of people. So yeah, a, a lot of people's careers uh, came and went with his with his passing. You know, right. no more Junior Mafia because they ain't had that pen, and Kim had to. Yo, I swear to God, if I see another little seat interview talking about Big, I'm like, bro, you've been yeah. talking about this nigga for the past twenty five right. years. Go get a job, go get a job. Yeah. Um, and again, I think you had to be there because I get it. On paper, it's like how. You know what right. I mean? He, he has two albums, so you don't know about the mixtapes. I was in the barbershop one day. And the nigga, I was like, yo, I'm about to get my best of big. He was like, nah, I got my best of big. And he came in with like the Arista bad boy best of big. I'm like, nigga, I'm talking about <laughs> shit. I'm talking about, again, Dreams of Fucking R&B, bitch, was as, as big a white label, man. And anything that was on Ready to Die. Like, that was up there. Ganu knows when we was, was at Morgan Life when Dreams oh, would come yeah. on. As I sit back, relax, come yeah, on, man. Yeah, like, yeah. that, 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 that was a, that was a party. Uh, that was on the college right. circuit. heavy. Right. Yeah. But a lot of people don't understand. I did that in the barbershop with a Jay-Z joint. Dude was claiming he was the biggest Jay-Z fan in the world. I was like, yo, but the In My Lifetime Big Jazz remix, he was like, what's that? I'm like, nigga, how you a Jay <laughs> fan and you don't even know what In My Lifetime is? You know, so again, I think for folk at home, I get it. It's almost like how does this person become a legend in this short period of time? But I think poor said it, reach, um, influence, just... At the end of the day, I don't think anybody even was getting that title King of New York. I don't even think Big gave that to him. I think the source gave it to him when he was on the cover. Yeah. You know, when they get they they gave him the King of New York. Yeah. You know, nobody was really Big was able to talk that, get money, and he was able to just do what nobody else would do. Like when you'd hear It's just it's like, it's a lot of things. And and yes, it's a lot. I don't I don't I don't like to say the whole you had to be there. I, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but with Big, because it was such a short time, it he was really like it's it was his entire presence and the way he sort of handled all of hip hop at the time. Right. Um right. I mean, there was an entire coastal war with him and Pac. Like, I, I don't think people really understand the magnitude of what that that sort of entailed. You know what I mean? Like, he carried an entire coast. Yeah. Um, you when, know, when, like when, for, for what? And it was nobody else. Like, we gotta think. It was it was Dre. It was Pac. It was Snoop. They were they were killing the game. Yes. Yes. Killing the game. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was MC. Listen, and it, and it brought everybody else like MC8. And there was all these West Coast rappers. There's always all you saw on BT was the West Coast rappers. And it was literally big, was literally like the entire East Coast. Yeah. The yeah. entire coast. Yeah. And I, so again, you had to see the interviews. You had to see the amount of receptivity there was when Big yeah. would walk into. I remember he, I, I think Much Music did an interview with him at one point. And the streets were wild, like wild. There were so many people out there just to see through the window of this interview. Like it was, it was insanity. So yeah, I, I can't um, really, I, I hear that yeah. a lot. Like, oh, with two albums. And I'm like, but it's so much more than just albums. But yeah. anyways. But you yeah. know what I think is too Shout out to with Portia. This is Big. John Coltrane is my favorite <laughs> jazz artist. Big flow like he's, and I'm glad on that, that documentary. He flowed like he was a freaking saxophone. I mean, nobody bounced on the track like Big, man. It's, it, it's, I can't even put the words to it. But yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all, people, for not letting me jump out the window. I appreciate y'all. That's why I keep smarter people around me at all times, because I may say some dumb shit. Um, um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I think... Um, 
right. Um, last thing, Porsche. Let's clear up real quick our wonderful Twitter spaces the other night because your <laughs> boy wanted to throw me on the IG like I was dissing this nigga or you know and everything like that. For people who don't know, Porsche hosts our apartment five B Twitter spaces on Monday. I basically was explaining that I wasn't a fan of Hit Boy before. I didn't like niggas in Paris, so I thought he was gonna fuck up Nas and Benny's career. Um, and I said, yo, you know what? He, he, you know, he, he came, you know, I'm wrong. Hit Boy was in the room. He screen recorded it, put it on his IG. You know, the next morning I'm waiting, Trey Lee is calling me at 10 in the morning like, yo, niggas is like, because I don't go on IG. I literally go on IG, I post my shit and I leave. Like, y'all know me, I live on Twitter. So niggas is hit me on Twitter like, yo, man, they killing you. And I'm like, who the fuck killing me? My, my notifications is fine. They're like, nah, niggas go on Hit Boy IG. They killing you. Moral to the story is, again, y'all, and I've said this before, we need more fans, less fans. Yep. All I said was, I wasn't a fan of niggas in Paris. I didn't think this was going to be a good outing. And here's the thing, y'all, I'm on Twitter every day. I didn't see anybody on Twitter who was excited when I said I'm doing an album. I ain't see one person from hip-hop Twitter like, ooh, I can't wait for this shit. Not one person. Now y'all want to go back in the time machine and be like, oh, no, we knew this was going to be great. No, y'all didn't. No, nobody said nothing about the Hit Boy. Y'all wasn't excited. And like I got told people, too, let's not act like what Hit Boy is giving eyes is some niggas in Paris shit. Because Hit Boy said that on his IG, like, yo, I made a song that niggas could do back to back. I, nigga, I don't give a fuck if you gave them niggas a song that they could tour around the world and all they perform is niggas for Paris in 50, for 50 minutes. I thought the shit was trash. But where else in the world on social media, but social media, can you say that you were wrong? This person is dope. And you still burn your timeline down. For like, where else in the world? It was nasty, I gave man. the example. It was nasty, man. If we, if niggas said, yo, kill, I really wasn't feeling your beats, but you know what? I heard that joint you did with Yao. Yo, man, I was wrong. You got some shit. How in the world can I get mad at that? Mm. Y'all had you had verified rappers saying he wasn't bad. And I said, yeah. First of all, I I under the under the post, I was like, Porsche. I don't know if what it is, but I'm not sure if, is there is everybody literally like listening to every single word he says? They weren't. Uh, the comprehension button with, uh, was gone for a couple of days. No child left behind. You. Yo, I was I was blown away. I was like, this is what's going on. Cause I because first of all, my man Marlon, he listens, he listens to our show all the time. He okay. hits me he, the night before, he's like, yo, they about to hit your man up on this page. I was like, and I said, nah, he was I, I said, nah. I, I heard he was I heard Hip Boy was in the clubhouse in, in the in the spaces. And you know, it, it wasn't nothing. The next morning, bro, when I was reading these comments, I said, yo, what's going on? I checked back in the, a in the afternoon and I'm like, niggas are just really just oblivious and not like really listening or they're, look or they're just looking for attention. These the only two explanations I was looking for. And like I said, for, for verified cuz that came and told my man kill he wasn't valid. And, I, and I'll say this, I'll say this, cause when Trey hit me with that and I got that Torrey on the timeline, he said, you know, because I, I was talking kind of greasy because it's like, nigga, you talking greasy to me. And I'll give the boy credit. He was like, yo, I thought you were saying you had never heard Hit Boy and you was doing this out of assumptions. And 
you know, I appreciate because again, I was in my feelings because I'm like, bro, like you ain't hip hop Jesus to be telling somebody to verify. And and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like you, you not you like you are not even like you're not even a top hundred rapper in the world to me. Yeah, I don't want to do your your hundred rapper. I like you know I listen. Yeah, let me explain something to y'all people watching. When Yao says this, Yao will write down. A hundred rappers who are better right. than this person. I mean, yeah, we'll do that. I'll do it. He has done it. Has done it. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. But like, my, my thing I is that like, bro. Yeah, I was like, Fred the Godson is better than Guru. I was like, Fred the who? Who the fuck is Fred the Godson? Fred the fucking Godson is better than Guru. But then I heard Fred, and Fred is a monster. I don't think he's a better MC than Guru. Okay. But as far as making songs, you know, I'll do that. But my thing is like, yo, humble yourself a little bit, bro. To be calling somebody yeah, not right. Yeah, bro, man. That's what pissed me off, bro. Choice of words. That's what pissed me off, right? And there. I get my whole thing is just like, look, I don't know anywhere else where somebody can say I was wrong. You proved me wrong. Most people like that shit. That's most people get like right. that. Like, yo, I thought y'all podcast was whack, but I, I tuned in and man, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Again, how how can you be mad yeah, at that? You, you can't. can't be mad at you that. Can't. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Stands are just like walkers on a Walking Dead. They're yeah. brain dead. They have no brain. When yeah. you think about the Walking Dead, they You're move right. in herds. They yeah. just move all together. If y'all watch The Walking Dead, I used to be a big living, the Night of Living Dead fan growing up as a kid. They all walk together. You don't see no damn Walker just chilling over here by himself. No, you see walkers. And that's the way these stands move. They move together. They move as what what probably what probably you say one of my favorite P lines? Uh, some um people uh, form around me like a force field. Like that's what these stands do. They yeah. they you say something about their favorite rapper and they form a force field. That's why I call them the secret service, because they'll take a bullet. For their favorite rapper or athlete or whatever, they're the Secret Service. Yeah. So that's what they did. So all they heard was, "I thought Hit Boy was gonna ruin Nas." That's it. And from that point on, they turned off their ears and just went in on that. And I get it, but it's just y'all. Come on, we need more fans, less stands. Again, I salute Hit Boy. He has given Nas some of the best beats of his career. My man Bill said it best that Hip Boy is now able to sit down at that table with a premiere and a Pete Rock of other people who have produced for Nas. And, and, and he's able to be at that table and have a conversation because of what he's done. So just wanted to clear that up. It's no Hip Boy hate. It's no hate for nobody. But guess what, y'all? Everybody isn't going to like everything. And that's no. the thing that I need these creatives <laughs> to understand that when you put right. upload on your beat, I've never been a fan of that Erica Badu bullshit line. I'm already sensitive about my shit. If you sensitive about your shit, then play that shit for your homeboys in the backseat of your right. way. Do that's not right. hit upload the distro kid. Do no, not no. hit upload the SoundCloud because the second you upload it, you are now giving people permission to say yep. they like it or they do. And if your skin is not thick enough to be able to hear somebody say they don't like something, this is not the game for you. Amen. It's that simple. So if you are this and you sensitive about your shit, keep your shit to yourself. Then. But the second you do, so even if I said, yo, I think Hip Boy is whack, that's my opinion. That's your opinion. And, and that's just that. Yep. That's just you know, that. You, but you know you can't have that in 2022. Listen. 
Man, I'll take a bullet or put a bullet in somebody for my wife. And I don't like everything she does. So what the hell do you right. think, Mr. Rapper, that you... I'm supposed to bow down and tattoo your name on my arm because you make music. What's wrong with but, you, man? But you know what, Vern? Here's the worst part. And y'all all, not y'all, but people watching, y'all always think I'm joking because people get at me about this. Like, Kelly, you see, I'm dead at the love deficit out here, y'all. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. What to oh, yeah. be down with yeah. something. Like I yeah. said, when we were right. growing up, yeah. we didn't have the canines. If you was a Big Daddy Kane fan, you didn't <laughs> walk around like I'm a canine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you was a Rakim fan, you didn't walk around like I'm a Rakimanite. Like, no, you okay. just like Rakim. And guess what? When Big Daddy came this whack shit. We was like, yo, that was some whack shit. Came like, yo, why are you in the video with this purple shirt? Like, you look whack. What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Stans can't do that. Stans can't say, oh, that's nah, not good. Cheap. If you are a stand, it's like, and that's what I said to Torrey. I said, yo, bro, I made a mistake and I corrected myself. What was I supposed to do? Do a Slim Charles? Like, even if it's a lie, we fight on that fight lie. On the lie. Fight like, on no, that I'm lie. Gonna, no, I'm not going to do a Slim Charles. Like, if I'm wrong, I'm going to say I'm wrong. Like, how is that the wrong thing to do? Like, I thought that was grown man shit. Like, I'm just supposed to fight on that lie? No, that's stupid. But again, I just beg people, again, stop being stupid. It's being okay to say you don't like we, something. We, it's we a, a, being, a, being an adult. It, have an opinion. It's just uh, w- one thing to add is the Twitter spaces was an hour and I believe it was around an hour and 20 minutes. Hitboy posted one minute soundbite of that one hour and 40 minutes. Then people are only listening to 25 seconds of the one minute of the one hour and 40, 20 minutes. So right. I, I just urge people to... Have an opinion, share that opinion in the comments. Of course, absolutely. But at least listen to the full minute and understand it and maybe run it back a couple times. It, it'll be less than a track on, a, on an album, you know? Right. Um, run it back a couple times, really understand what's being said, you know, break it up, you know, um, <laughs> break it up into pieces, <laughs> understand those pieces. You know, yeah. you know just Barbara. understand those pieces and then rainbow. come up with and then come up with your opinion and if you still want to say that someone's hated because it's snowballed into well this dude hates Nas yeah when did it it just snowballed into something so far left of whatever was being said that my like I I wanted to respond but I was like how do you respond to like a thousand people that have that have literally all it's like there was an open window and a thousand people raced to jump out of it together and I was like okay well I can't be the one to like pull people back because it's just like spread like wildfire so just in the future if you hear a sound bite just run it back a few times and understand it or ask the questions like hey did I hear that right um, he said he was wrong and he gave of Benny's course. album four and a half mics and this album four mics. Did I hear that he hated Nas? Like, ask that and have people, um, you know, respond to you and then come up with a good dialogue and, and say what you got to say. I, I, I agree with you, sis, but here's the problem. Walkers don't have brains. Hey, kill. A stand is not going to make a little thing like sense. Stop the argument <laughs> from happening. They're not. Yeah. So what you're saying makes perfect sense to somebody who has a brain and for somebody who can think. But when you're moving in a herd of people and you, I call them the, the boy toys, if you are a hit boy stand and you're a boy toy, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know me about saying if you're a, if you're oh, a boy, boy toy. Wow. Then all you're going to do wow. is then hit boy. So again, stop hey. being a stand, y'all. Get a brain. 
I understand it's a love deficit. Like we told you, the Church of Apartment 5B, we take tithes and offerings every week. You can come join our church. Come join our fellowship. You know what I mean? If you want to be I'm down as you are, you be down the crew. But please, again, we don't have half me. I give outvoted on my own podcast all the time. Have your own brain, have what you say. I don't want other people around me who agree with me all the time. That ain't no fun. Who want to be around somebody who we all be saying the same thing every week? I wouldn't even want to watch that. Right. So it's hey, okay right. to right. have a crew and disagree. That's what life is supposed to be about. But neither here nor there. Or you have one more thing. And then yeah, we- I, I, Kill, you made me think. I think Portia said it too. You said this before, Kill. It's like uh, I am legend. Don't be that. <laughs> that thing bashing your head to the window, man, because because I don't agree with you. Because I'm still not going to agree with you. You're not going to change my views on something. So why why put yourself through all that? I don't know. I you. will say this though: them stands on IG make me not be as mad as the stands on Twitter. Because y'all, them niggas <laughs> on Reagan eighty crack over there on IG. Like that's a yeah. whole other level of standship that I wasn't even ready for. Like it was, they yeah, were literally like nine hundred comments. That's I was like, oh, this wow. is that shit. I ain't never been. I ain't never heard this before. But wow. you know, uh, again, take a step back. I, I still want to do a study on uh, on a stand. You know, just like on I Am Legend, how Will had him locked up in the basement. He trying to study. I want to study y'all brains. And, was it not enough hugs? Was it not, was your daddy not around? Cause I tell you this, if my pop saw me talking about another man, the way y'all be talking about y'all rappers, that nigga would have punched me in my motherfucking mouth. And that's some real shit. Like, yo, who the fuck are you? Do you know this nigga? Do you like this nigga? Like, yo, my pop would have, the stuff that y'all be writing about y'all favorite rap, yo, y'all should be punching y'all. But that I understand I work in the hood. There ain't a lot of fathers. I get it. You know, I've been, and that's why I'm not making a real joke of this because it's a problem. I was out yeah, in high school. I was out in a middle school and we were talking to kids about men, like who do you look up to mentors? And like this back in the day, people saying Kevin Garnett and you know, Paul Pierce. And I'm like, yeah, but those are ball players. I'm like, niggas that you know. And they like, you mean black men in our community doing the right thing? Nah. We got no. So if there's nobody for you to look up to in your neighborhood, then guess what the next best thing these kids are going to do? They're going to look up to these basketball players they don't know. They're going to look up to these rappers that they don't know. So even though I make a joke about it, like, yo, y'all do know Jay-Z is not really your father. You do know that, right? <laughs> Deep down in their soul, Jay is the closest thing they have to a father. You know, and which which opens up a bigger can of worms of what's wrong with our communities that you have to look that young men have to look at men that they've never met or will never meet and have this affinity for them because there's no black men in the hood to be able to do that. But that's a bigger thing for that's another tides and offering conversation like the last conversation. You know, just everybody take care of your kids. Just go pick them up, take them out, do something with them. Um, good news. Tell me about the podcast podcast. Where they could check you out, all that good stuff. You just had the cellar dwellers on, talk about that, mm, chop yeah, it up. It's the Gag and New Show. I had, I had this, I had oh, yeah, I'm sorry. the Gag and New Show. It's, it's, it's all good. But yeah, man, you know, um, this year, man, I, I, I've been blessed, man, to have a lot of uh, special guests uh, come on my show, man. But uh, last night, I had the cellar dwellers on there. I was really only expecting to just have Ugg. And in the middle of uh, the interview, man, uh, he called Phantasm. Next thing you know, we had uh, Nick Wiz, and he and, and the whole group was in was, was in was in the live man. And I was like, like yo, it was the last show of the year. I was like, damn, this shit was fucking. It was it was amazing, man. So, but yeah, man, I've been rocking every Wednesday night, um, eight o'clock on uh, IG. Check me out, Gag the new show. 
on YouTube. Uh, it's it's um, New Tech presents the Gag and New Show. And um, yeah, we just gonna continue to splash. You know what I'm saying? What's the IG and the Twitter? Uh, uh, the IG is um, <clears throat> GNU underscore show, or and, and my personal page is at Mr. Gary GNU. And uh, the YouTube again is uh, New Tech Presents the Gary GNU Show. All right, dope, dope, dope. Burn. If you're looking for a house in the ATL, Georgia, so many more states, I only I can't keep up with him no more. Where can they get at you, good brother? On Instagram at V the Lone Closer, on Twitter at V Chandler 10. Man. Have fun, and man. I, Life. Still, I, I still salute this dude, man, because this nigga sells more houses during and during a goddamn pandemic than most people can sell <laughs> on a sunny fucking ninety Word. degree day. Like this, I'm like, yo, this dude be selling houses like crack out here, like right. literally. So that's if you need a shit. dope house, that's the person you need to get at right there. We got that WMD. <laughs> <laughs> right shit, right shit. <laughs> And they can talk about red top, blue top. We got them all. Whatever kind, of, whatever kind of roof you need, you got. You want a red roof, blue roof, all same roof. We, we say different package, same package, different name. We got them for you. Rack, where can they get at you, good brother? Man, it's been a busy situation, man. Um, so busy's good though. Busy is busy good. is good, man. So K one hundred two, Tennessee. Uh, this weekend, I'm on Friday, two a.m. I'm on Saturday, 2 a.m. Uh, I'm on Dallas Fort Worth Radio uh, tomorrow at three. I had to write it down. Tomorrow at three. Uh, just dropped a project with my little brother Chade and my man Anthony Cannon. Plug Talk Two. Banged out the scratches on that. Dope little five-part EP. Shout out to Eddie for the write-up. Appreciate the kind words, man. Um, working on some shit with with uh, Vegas. Yeah, yes, rap, but, but we working, trying to get my man Yao G's. I got to get yeah. on his timetable. We got, I, we got I, more work to do. Yeah, we, we got more work to do. I got to get on his timetable. So, just, just uh, again, man, just, just blessed to be in the space with y'all, man. Rel hit it on the head, man. We, we keep each other sharp. Yeah, and, man. And, and and it shows, even though if we're not actively seeing it, the the circle you keep around you. Oh yeah, man. That's that's your network, man. It, 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 it keeps you where you need to be. And if it's not the right circle, you need to change some things. For Fortunately, real. I got the right circle around me. So yeah, is what it is. That's what it is. Now, geez, give them everything, good brother. All the music, all the albums. Yeah, everything yeah. That you doing, man? You know, uh, got albums. Got a, I got a pretty dope catalog on Apple Music, Spotify, and uh, all the all the streaming networks. Just go, just go. Um, Streaming flat platforms, I should say. Just search Yao G's Y W G E Z. Uh, follow me on on Twitter, Yao G's Music. IG is Yao G's Music as well. Uh, working on uh, Hump Day Two right now. Oh, say that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, working on Hump Day Two. Um, you know, like I said, it's been a little while since I wrote. And I, 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 you know, from the, as artists, we get into these spaces where you just got to take some time to chill to yourself and kind of reinvent so that's what i kind of was dealing with last few months uh so got that got some more tv projects coming up with uh espn undefeated that should be dropping mm-hmm. in march uh hopefully now, yeah tell, tell me a little bit about what you do with espn and okay undefeated. so uh so real so real quick i used to work at espn full-time and in uh in 2012 i got an opportunity to do um spoken word pieces for the nfl sunday countdown and that spun into me doing some more pieces with a lot of their entities. And that now I've kind of developed a relationship with ESPN, the undefeated. 
where I, for the last few years I've done some Black History Month work with them. Uh, the first year was just black, it was kind of like black philanthropy. Last year was black coaches. Uh, this year we'll be doing Women's Month. Uh, so that should be dope. Where I do spoken word pieces, just kind of like, you know, giving these people their flowers just in a different way, you know what I mean? Like that ESPN and some of their, uh, their demographic hasn't seen before. Uh, so I do rap and spoken word, like giving these people their flowers for the month of, of February and this year to be March Women's Month. We're saluting a lot of, uh, a lot of dope women that have been in, um, in, uh, in, in dope spaces. Not, not, not necessarily just sports, just in culture, fashion, um, you know, media, whatever the case may be. So that's what we're working on for, uh, for this coming March. Um, we got some other TV projects, hopefully some, uh, some more HBCU stuff that we're going to be doing with some, uh, some other entities. Had a good, pretty good year this year, uh, all things considered. You know what I mean? So we're hoping to, um, to build on that and really just to put out more content and uh, just, you know, just uh, just keep just keep, keep building the brand. You know what I mean? So me and my man A-List have developed a thing called Theme Music. Where we, this, is, this is the type of music we do about uh, just based on sports and um, culture. Um, we just try to, you know, do something different, different for the culture to kind of like uplift our athletes and our um, – and our people, like I said, our people in the culture. So just check me out. You can follow Theme Music as well. It's, that's T-H-E-M-E underscore M-U-Z-I-K. Um, and yeah, we're just ready to keep rolling, bring 2022 in with the bang this year. We're trying to do some more, some more stuff and have a, have a like I said, expound on the, the year that was 2021 and have a really, really good 2022. So that's all my info. Check me out. If you like dope hip hop music and dope content, follow me and I got that for you. I'll tell you this, bro. My two favorite that you did with John Thompson um, and Dawn Staley. You know what I yeah. mean? You know, Dawn from the crib. So, yeah. um, Dawn reached out, which is mm. really dope. Yeah, Dawn reached out. She, she, she's like, yo, you know, this is really dope. You know, she, she really was just, these people, it's funny how you get into these spaces, you know what I mean? You do these things to people. You don't really expect it too much from people because, you know, I've done that stuff on LeBron, never heard anything about it. I've done stuff on John Morant, never ever heard anything about it. But Don Steli reached out personally, was like, yo, this was dope. I appreciate you. I did one for Eddie Robinson. His granddaughter reached out. Mm. You know what I mean? Was like, yo, this is the dopest, this is the dopest mm. tribute. This is the dopest tribute anybody's done for my granddad. And that, that type of stuff. Right. I mean, that's, what we, that, that, that's the type of stuff we do it for. I think, you know, the, the accolades are cool. And, you know, the, obviously the payment is, is good as well. You know what I mean? But... The comments and the people, people that really are really touched by the content, that's what, what we do it for. We can if we can leave something with somebody that people can really be proud of and really really point to, then our job is done. You know. Yes, sir. No point. No point. No point. Well, where can they get at you, good brother? Um, Town J Ben on Instagram, J Ben two one five on Twitter. Um, just uh. <laughs> Trying to do some some things in 2022, get in better shape. Just bought a Peloton. It's kicking my ass, by the way. Oh, my God. There you uh, go. Yo, now, now well, I was going <laughs> to tell you this. Here's the part that people, <laughs> nobody, and again, I may just be Slow Mo Joe up here, but I had no idea with losing 50 pounds comes a whole new wardrobe. So just get, because I lost some weight, and then I was like, yo, this double XL look like, Naomi be like, yo, you looking like you wearing Pop Pops clothes or something like that. So (laughs) you better get your Poshmark face stuff together. Because you you lose that weight. You you know, the other thing, too, to be careful, too, bro, everything, like my head, I had to get new hats. 
Like, because like, my head got okay. smaller. Like, yo, some people <laughs> yeah. get smaller. I'm dead ass. Like, people don't fuck with yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. well, Wade watch. you like, just lose weight. You're like, yeah. Then I looked up. I'm like, oh, fuck. I can't wear none of this XL. Like, <laughs> you got to get rid of it. You got, I, I was on Poshmark. Like, <laughs> burn. I'm out here selling coats. Like, out the trunk of the <laughs> So, yeah. Just think about that with the Peloton. You got to keep some money on the side for a whole new wardrobe. Porsche, where can they get at you? Um, on Twitter at Cherche La Porsche, and uh, we do Twitter Spaces on Mondays um, at six fifteen Pacific Time, nine fifteen Eastern Standard Time on uh, Twitter. <laughs> now, Porsche, quick question: You gave this project four mics, right? Yep. Magic. How did you feel when I said, "Me, what Cole, Kenny, and Drake are like Nas, Biggie"? Me, Nas, Biggie, and Jay. How did that make you feel? I just, mm. I just want to know. You had um, it. It actually. <laughs> listen, I, I, people already hate me for for whatever happened on Twitter Spaces. <sighs> uh, yeah, it's all right, Porsche. I just listen, as, soon, as soon as I heard that, it's just it's just to me it's good. It, to me it's good. Like I love when people hear Philly and I'm the first person they think of, or they hear Beard. I'm the when people hear Drake, I think you are the first. Per- well, for me, you are. like when, as soon as he said that, line, I was like, Ooh, "Oh shit, what more?" Should I-, <laughs> I, 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 I had to rewind that back. I was like, "What did he uh, just say?" And then I heard it a second time, and I was like, "Are you serious? Like he just said that?" And he compared, like, "Why you gotta put Drake in there? He's a pop star. Like you didn't name any other pop stars." But anyways, let's hear the girl. I, 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 I digress. He be rapping, no. Yeah, no, I'm gonna no, fight no, you one day. Oh, let's start a whole new show. <laughs> I'm gonna walk to New York. I'm gonna walk to New York just to fight y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm gonna> walk. <laughs> well, yeah. also, Ganu got beat. So if if you're looking for beats too, you need to get at Ganu. He got some heat too. So for everybody out there listening, for these beats, yeah, that's that 609 295 brother of mine right there. No, no. Um, and y'all already know this with me kill 889 twitter ig i want to shout out uh the willmatic project that me and vegas did this year about his cousin ill will my man king james out of north carolina we did our first 48 hours which is a blessing both of those two projects have been making a lot of people's like year in lists um whether it be a song or a single and again as a creative you can't ask for anything better than that for just something that you worked on to uh, make somebody's list and you didn't pay them for that shit because let's keep in mind, you, you a lot of people will buy a placement for that. So it's dope that that's happening organically. I did that project with my man Echo. Echo is the name, season seven. And I also did that joint, Beautiful Murder for RJ Payne and shit. So it's a good year for me production-wise. Looking for even doper things in 2022. I will check y'all next week, good peoples. Yeah.